0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE.
1: How would you like to ramp up your club's game day atmosphere? Big Screen Video is giving 10 lucky sports clubs the chance to win a $10,000 grant towards their own digital scoreboard. Register now at iCanWin.com.au slash BSV.
2: Mowers, start your engines. It's the Saturday Morning Mowers Club on SEN with Adam Peacock and Nick Davis.
3: Yeah, great to have you company this morning on a Saturday morning in the uh, cool climes of the northwest of Sydney. We bring you the show this morning. I'm Adam Peacock. Nick Davis is here, all rugged up. Of course, all of this is brought to you by Toro Mowers. Win big at ToroMowersClub.com.au. But we are at. The Hawkesbury Lifestyle and Leisure Show, and we're part of the Jaco setup. There's just beautiful caravans and campers, and all kinds of things to say. live outside your home for fun out here. I could live here. You could. No, you literally could. You just. I could. I just said that. You, you, there's probably you could live a, a separate week in a separate Jaco setup here. For a whole year. It's got all, be-
4: all my food groups. <laughs> yes, I can see the hot chip stand and the Mr Whippy over in the dish. Chip on a stick. As well, how are you, Nicholas? The engines were started on the Toro a lot earlier this morning, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> I <just> say <said> that. <laughs> The Tororo had a fair drive out from the Shire, but it's good to be here. Uh, for those listening up in Brisbane or South East
3: Queensland, I, I will point out that the the Shire, the Sutherland Shire of Sydney, is not exactly around the corner from the northwest uh, beautiful open plains Ooh. of Hawkesbury. But here we are uh, on SEN 11 we happy to be here in Sydney. Yes, SEN1620 on the Gold Coast, uh, Q 693 listening live on the SEN app and on the Motorsport Club podcast, retrospectively through Apple, Spotify, and the usual places you get. Your Podcast from let us know where you're listening to the show on the text line 0457 736 736. Now, coming up on the show, we've got former All Black and Stand Sport commentator Andrew Mertens, Australian cricketer Usman Kowaja, and backed by popular demand, the 1992 Dalian medalist Gary Freeman will join us oh, ahead of the weekend's games as well. How's the week, Nick? We won. Won what? Last night. Oh, last night? Oh, the Roosters. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just. You, no, the week
4: was good. You competed in so many things. I'm not sure what you won. I've had a busy week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Swans Academy. We had our youth girls trials. Over 180 girls in four age groups trialing uh, at the out the front of the SCG to be a part of the Swans Academy. How many of those trials do you have? Uh, two sets. So we got boys sets. We got over 600. We got 275 under tens registered to trial to be in the Swans Academy. And how many? So do you we take? are coming for football. No, you're not. How many are you taking? <laughs> It depends how good they are. Okay, well, nah, lots. what's your limit? No, 20? we want them all. So there'll be a, a development arm of that and then an elite talent program. Okay, yeah, because you, you, you place them all over Sydney yep. as well. Yep, so they're all over Sydney, all the way up the coast. Yep. Up to Coffs Harbour, our reach goes to for the Swans Academy. So the girls' trials was good. AFLW kicks off this well, afternoon for the Swannies. At, at
1: North, Sydney, North Sydney,
4: Oval. Sydney Oval, 5 o'clock against St Kilda. So you've yeah, a few it. questions
3: about that. I'll pick your brains a bit later on Good. in the show about uh, AFL-W. I, I did go on the AFL. I played golf in New South Wales yesterday. Uh, yeah, I saw that. I did go on the <laughs> AFL app before, and there, there's no
4: AFL-W on the AFL app. There is. You've got to go to a different bit, mate. What? Why
3: wouldn't well, the well, app-
4: they just have it on the homepage when there's well, no putting this weekend? I don't know. Anyway. So uh, you go AFL app, and then you've got the little three little dots at the top, and then you go AFL women's, and there it is. Okay. Even I worked it out.
3: Right. You wouldn't have brought up the fact you played golf yesterday if it wasn't a success. So you've got 30 <laughs> seconds to explain what happened,
4: and then we're going to leave it right there for the rest of the morning. If you want to just head over to my Instagram page, you'll see beautiful putt. <laughs> yes. I think it's a sticky name. is underscore too. No, <laughs> New South Wales, beautiful. It was a bit Yotha. Yes. Megan <laughs> and Chris Gale were both out there yesterday afternoon, but it was a raging success. Yeah. Got the win. Got the win. What was the day for? It was, uh... wasn't the Nick Davis no. Charity <laughs> Foundation or no, anything like that. No, it, was... No, it was Insurance Brokers Day. Oh, okay. Not, an insur- not a charity or no, anything. No, no. Happy to take that. I them, was mate. happy to take there. You feel a bit good. Like, if you do well at those charity days, you, you go, oh. Depends oh, what, what the prize is. is
3: the prize. Oh, Depends what, what the prize is. Charity Day, we're raising money. If it's just for some
4: corporate mob. <laughs> they got heaps (laughs) came on (laughs) what you have to do is you just got to go past the prize stand as you registration (laughs) prize stand and you go am I going to try really hard today or not but my uh, my group were were very good very good high handicappers which helped and Truk the lovely young lady, putting machine Uh, that's that's all I needed that's that's actually illegal that's
3: burglary I played no, off two, gonna, so it's okay. Yeah, right. righto. righto. Uh, NRL this afternoon on SEN. Uh, every weekend on SEN League will cover four matches, including this afternoon's clash between the Canberra Raiders' heavy favourites against Manly, who are going oh so well at the moment. The Manly Waringa Seagulls. Uh, last <laughs> night, Penrith uh, woke up and got it done against the Warriors in style as well, Get it, getting the minor premiership. I hate that term, minor premiership. It's celebrated a lot more in... Football, yes. Well, they don't have finals in football. Mm
4: -hmm. Uh, Well, they do in the A. But Uh, and then the NRL, they they're very minor premiership. It's celebrated more in the NRL than it is in the AFL. But is minor premiership the right word? Right, what would you call it? Oh, four, five, seven, seven, three, six, seven, three, six. Yeah, top of the ladder at home and away. Should it be called anything? Top of the ladder. I don't know.
3: Yeah. Obviously, the finals is the big thing. But yeah, I just why is it a ladder? Why can't it be a mountain? I don't know. Or a Jago, a Jago <laughs> on top of the Jago, yes. There's some
4: good Jagos here. Oh. I'm, I'm, we're right in front of the off-grid. X I'm trying to work Ultra out what the, I'm trying to work out what the Passat can take home from me. <laughs> <laughs> There's that little one just in front of us. That guy, <laughs> that guy, <laughs> that guy. Where I,
3: yeah, I'm not entirely sure that that probably sleeps about seven but it's about four...
4: Comfortably. Four, four square metres in total, but no. We'll make it happen. <laughs> you've just set me up with a challenge. <laughs> there is plenty out here, a bit of fishing. Uh,
3: last night, uh, last night, just down the road from where we are at the Hawkesbury Lifestyle and Leisure Show at the Jayco stand, uh, Penrith 46, Warriors 12. Penrith, big happy faces. Get the minor premiership. And I reckon they would have been even happier watching... That version of mm. Mortal Kombat mm. after, with people going down left, yeah. right and centre suspensions on the table for Melbourne and Sydney Roosters players. Great watch. Great watch. But is there a little part of respective coaching mm. squads going, guys, uh, this is great. We're showing
4: our bravado here, but um, the wheels are spinning a bit. It's getting a little out of control. No. Uh, two schools of thought there. Uh, you go into the finals, battled hard and ready to go. Mm. Uh, I think Penrith, given that they're outs and their structure at the moment, would be happy for potentially a bit of a cruisy run through and, and which to they not get, be which and to not be beaten up. Whereas I think the the Roosters guys and I haven't seen we made mention of it you now a month and a half ago that the after the loss to Penrith at Penrith, that there's just been a bit of a, a changing of the the mindset mm. out there, the Super Coach and look. I'm very lucky to be able to be part of that um, structure and you know, sitting there going, "Geez, I wonder when he's going to push the panic button here and looking at the ladder and how the team was going. But such a great coach, such a great mind, and to be able to, to get this team to play with such ferocity last night on right on the eve of the finals. Because you can't do that all year. No. You cannot play that way for the whole season. You're just physically impossible. And uh, to have the the roosters peaking the, the way that he does... Um, even sometimes even the kicking coach was scratching his head during the year, but that shows why I'm the kicking coach and he's the main man. So next week, Penrith actually travel
3: up to North Queensland. The big story this week, obviously, and we'll wait for Teamless Tuesday on the run home. Uh, who Penrith take up there mm. against um, the Cowboys? Who it's looks warm, like oh, It's I'll nice. Have... You don't want to give up that. Oh no, take you? them, but play them. Yeah, um, that's fraught with danger because the Cowboys have a lot to play for, as in second spot. Guaranteed if they win first week, they'll have a home preliminary final. Mm. So, or grand final qualifier, whatever they call it. I mean, there's there's big matches all around. The Roosters have to back up and play yeah. uh, South, and Allianz play in oh,
4: That's going to be good as well. So maybe we could do, it, do an OB from there too. Allianz
3: mm. next Saturday mm. could be a bit of a late like, call, but I don't know. Yeah, it's probably closer for you, isn't it? To get there. Yeah, and I'll just walk into work. Maybe we we could set one of these Jacos up on halfway and do it from there. Oh how good. They could play around us. (laughs) Exactly. Chip and chase (laughs) over the (laughs) Jaco. Over the all terrain. Kick the the footy over a house before. (laughs) Exactly. Um, look at the people coming in. So last night we've got the roosters a little too good for Melbourne, and mm. um, you were just mentioning I missed the press conferences, but uh, apparently Craig Bellamy decided not to go to the Melbourne one. Yeah, he said he
4: wasn't feeling well. <laughs> He's a little bit up and down. Yeah, Perhaps. a little was bit was up the and down. a tense place to be, both coaches. Watches. He might have he might have sent the text message and or phone call mm. for said $10,000. <laughs> can, can I have a cracky? I don't think it would have been for that. It was a great, it was a really, anyone that was watching the game, 8457 736 736, if you think that they can Melbourne or the Roosters give it a shake against Penrith.
3: Is Jared Weirah Hargraves in the coach's box for Trent a bit like a parent's taking an unruly six year old shopping? It's like, Jared, stop doing that. Jared, don't touch that. No. Jared, Jared. And you, you, you're consistently on edge, or do they know what they're going to get from him? So they just like kind of go, oh, please don't go over the edge, Jared. But if you do,
4: oh well. Look, I think. That's how he plays. And and that's not the person that he is. It He it, it, it reminds me so much of Hawley. Jared is one of the nicest per- people. Barry Hall. Barry Hall friend, One of the nicest people that mm. God has put breath into. Like, seriously. Mm. Just a beautiful person round training. Oh, I could tell last well, night. Well, but then... Headbutting with his chin. And- well, then <laughs> he gets out on that field and... There's been a, a bit of a change in Jared, I reckon. It was since Matt Lodge has has come on board. I think he's found a bit of a brother there, and he's got angrier. Yeah, I think he. Well, he's happy that there might be someone else there that, when a bit of a kerfuffle starts, it's not just going to be Vic behind him. It's going to be <laughs> Lodgey as well. So well, it was not Vic after last night. No, that was um, that was terrible to see. It was good to see um, Victor up. Radley out uh, on the field post game, shaking hands and, and smiling and whatnot.
3: NRL physio on. Uh, on Twitter, he's magnificent NRL figure. Yes. If you love your footy, if you're across your super coach, if you're not across him, it was a bit like this season, but uh, get all over it. He he actually tweeted, and it was good to know this. This is why he's so valuable. That if you see someone convulsing like Victor was, it doesn't necessarily mean that the symptoms or the the fallout from said concussion is going to be worse. Yeah, okay. it looks a lot worse than it did. It did, actually it is. did.
4: and look, I think Channel Nine cut away from it. Watching on Fox last night uh, they said that they, they made the statement after the game that they weren't going to show it, and they didn't need to yeah. um, they so maybe that was well on the drone shot a little <laughs> earlier I would have thought, but anyway, it, it all's well that ends well, so. yeah, yeah. so hopefully uh, hopefully Mick misses will a go week through all the the protocol and has to miss a week through that. Is it a ten day uh, I'm not sure that it's not mandatory I'm not sure AFL is mandatory 12. 12, yeah. yeah okay, I don't know where they plucked twelve out from yeah.
3: 12, 20, 12 two. 20. Anyway, AFLW uh, last night, Melbourne beats Adelaide six eight forty eight4 Four games today, North Gold Coast, West Coast Port, uh, Sydney St Kilda yes. at about 5 p.m. Um, bounce at North Sydney Oval. And Essendon and Hawthorne, hopefully the rain stays away for that. Golf, uh, the Sheffield golf, Scottish Sheffield still leads. So this is the Tour Championship where they start off like a handicap start, i.e., how good they've been. So, so if you're bogusly. winning
4: the tour championship, you start at 10 under. Yeah, and Scotty Scheffler started there. That's how Adam and I start when we play golf. Yes, yeah, so I'm starts 10 to strokes 10. back, and then Nick
3: puts it into the middle of a tree on 12, <laughs> and Adam catches up. No, um, Scotty Scheffler leads at 19 under after the all handicapped. So he started at 10, 10 rounds. So he's nine under for the tournament. Xander is playing along at home. 17 but. under and three-quarter swing, John Rahm at. 13-under, Cam Smith, he's, uh, he's not had a good round this morning. I think the hip's probling, uh, troubling him.
4: He's got sciatica through the, the hip. hip. Yeah, you know why? Yeah. Because there's about $100 million that's been shoved in his back pocket. That's why Cam Smith's got a sore hip. He's it's trying t- to work out why.
3: One over, six under. Uh, live golf, they're coming here. They're coming here next year. They'll be yeah, what do you think I'm him. practicing golf for? <laughs> Keep practicing, buddy. <laughs> Keep practicing. The cricket, um, the Stokes and Folks show. So Gibbo, are we you're, playing baseball again? You're with us back in the studio, Gibbo, this morning. No. You there?
5: Ah, yeah, I'm here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> he I just, was sleeping. Just no, sleeping. I wasn't sleeping. I just wanted to give that dramatic pause. I've been learning a lot about dramatic pauses. Oh, now a national it. broadcaster. So well, England, NBA, South Africa, yep.
3: second test. South Africa skittle for 151. They're back in at naught for 23. However, England have posted nine declared for 415. Stokes 103. Folks 113. Not. And with these two, Gibbo, there's a great stat. It's um, alluding to their rhyming surnames.
5: Yeah, so it's definitely one of those uh, more crappier stats. So crap star, crap star. No.
4: Start. Save that it's... for Friday. Save that for afternoons, buddy.
5: Yeah, sorry, mate. I actually drive, Nick. Um, and it's the highest <laughs> I <do> partnership, afternoons. <laughs> highest partnership between two players who have rhyming surnames. So, if that's anybody, where we've got to. If anybody a show. can context in with a higher partnership from two players who've got a rhyming name, you'll get a free caravan. <laughs> is having, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> no, is
4: having the same? Is having the same name no, rhyming? Or that is that the same name? That's,
5: that's war what, and uh, war. That's what Alison Mitchell actually said. Ah, huh, no. see, war and war. So no. it. But it's the no, other no. same. No, it has no. to be a
3: different surname. Yeah,
5: absolutely. So, yeah. Geez, was
3: he's in trouble <laughs> we speak to him? I wonder if Dilly and Willie from England back in the Ooh. day.
5: Well, the first one... They were
3: put, bowlers, though. So.
5: The first one they put forward was Chris Wokes and Ben Stokes, but that was uh, yep. shut down quite quickly. <clears throat> Potentially some of of the, he could, No, Wokes Because Chris bat. Wokes is a bowler. <laughs> oh. <But>, um, <laughs> Everyone gets uh, to bat. One Potentially some of the Indian players, I have to look through my record books, but... Uh, I'll maybe try and come up with an answer by the end of the show. That's what listen-
4: That's what our listeners are going to come up with, Gibbo. Yeah. 0457 okay. 736 That might be the Tristianos. You, by the Did way. Did Rooster Man get back to us? No, he didn't.
3: Rooster yeah. Man? Rooster Muzz is on the text. On. Good luck with the OB at Roosters uh, Rabbitohs next Saturday. The game's on Friday night. <laughs> Regards, Rooster Muzz. Thank you, Rooster Muzz. Oh,
4: yeah. Got you there. Because the Wallabies
3: are playing the next night. Well,
4: I might be there after the game. I'll stay. <laughs> yeah, sure you will. If we win. Yeah, you go straight straight up to... Paddington somewhere. Yeah, Paddo, <laughs> Get the in and then that'll be a
3: sight. How good! Um, you are claiming mm-hmm. that you've got the greatest. I have. Year-nar.
4: I have the greatest Yena. The, the greatest. So this the, is going to take up the whole segment. Well, it could. It could. Gibbo, it's the greatest year- it, it, I'm
3: go and find a a sound effect of a drum roll. For it is the, the greatest Yena.
4: It is. Okay. And I've canvassed it. During the week, we'll be in charge
3: of that. Fool. Yeah.
4: Well, you don't care it's anything with us. You, you, you no,
3: incognito I'm, on I'm the text i have been so busy. You're busy. I'm rock, busy. Star. Doing rock star. What? Kicking. Rockstar. I'm busy. You're rock star. What? You've, you've been labelled the rock star. By who? <laughs> by by, by our roadie right. back in the studio. Yeah. Gibbo. Fair enough. <laughs> you just roll in. I'll be afternoon. Grab the mic. I'll be afternoon. Sing a few <laughs> songs.
4: <laughs> Next two Fridays. <laughs> Next two Fridays. Next two Fridays. You can hear me on the afternoons. It's the long lunch. Pity the
3: bitches. Um calling it. Um, text on the text. I say, so stick around for you now a bit later on. Morning oh, mowers. Yeah. Greg from Gundagai A. Hey, Greg. Gregory. Good to see you, mate. He'd hey, be hey, able to here,
4: tow man. one of these Jayco's.
3: Out with the Roosters last night. Victor the Inflictor and Big JWH putting it over. Big Nelson was a great watch to see the big men go at it all night. Big Nelson was good fun to watch. Yep. Actually, it pains me to <laughs> say that I'm a bunnies man, but the Roosters can win the comp no matter where they finish. That's what Nick Davis has been saying for the last month and a half or so, mm-hmm. we shall see. We shall see. We're out here what at are they? the Hawkesbury Lifestyle and Leisure yeah. show. We'll check with Tristan after yes. the break, actually. Uh, we're with Jaco City. Come out and have a look at all these great Jaco caravans and RVs and campers and all of those things That's as well. We're back in a moment with Tristan Merlihan from Top Sport.
2: Whether you need to trim, blow, cut, or mow, there's a Toro for everyone. This is the Saturday Morning Mowers Club on SEN with Adam Peacock and Nick Davis.
3: Yeah, welcome back on the Mowers Club, brought to you by Toro Mowers. And let the adventure begin with Jayco Sydney. We're out at the Hawkesbury Lifestyle and Leisure Show. Text on the text line. um, About the rhyming partnerships in cricket, what about war and law? So Gibbo, I think, is doing a bit of uh, Mm. research to tell us if uh, Stokes and Folks and their magnificent hundreds is the only time that's happened in test match cricket.
5: I should uh, preface it by saying it was in test cricket. Stuart Law played one test match, and then in one day as he only had an average of 20-30 with 100. So unless he was down the non-strikers out... While uh, Mark or Steve Wall was going bunter, I don't think it's going to happen.
3: <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. And Rooster Man, our man Rooster Man has checked in for service in bed after sinking beers, watching the Mighty Chooks last night. Rooster Man, two weeks ago, you were on your way to a date. Mm. We don't know how you went. Well, so pretty clear. <laughs> <laughs> He's texting us on a Saturday morning. <laughs> <laughs> Contemplate... As a, as a, <laughs> Contemplating his navel fluff. Waiting uh waiting for the, the sun to rise. Well, rooster Roosterman? You'd never know. Read me wrong. Never know. You could be both listening. Uh Tristan Mellahan. Good morning from, to both of you if you are. <laughs> Tristan Mellahan from tossport.com.au dot A.U. joins us right now, uh Tristan. How are you, mate?
1: Yeah, very good, very good. In a similar spot to Roosterman actually. So uh yeah, no, it's uh it's all, all taking along this fine uh, fine Saturday morning. Got a big day of racing and plenty of sport happening uh, on the cards today. Yeah, how good is it? The uh, the Caulfield card is
3: magnificent. It's fantastic. The track is drying out. We'll get to that a bit later in the show and get some your thoughts on the Memzy and yeah, Rose Hill, well, I don't have much trust. I've got more trust in Rose Hill being good today than I do Nick Davis rocking up 45 minutes before our show. (laughs) That's how much trust I have in that track today with a bit of rain around as well. But um, Tristan, I I do believe as well, we we were conversing yesterday via text. Uh, You're off on a little sojourn later in the year as well uh, in November.
1: Yes, yes, going to uh, head over to the uh, the World Cup in Qatar is it, it, a big, big chance. That we're just trying to uh, locate uh, accommodation, which might prove a bit more difficult. So uh, that, that's that's the uh, that's the interesting component of the next couple of months, trying to trying to locate uh, something over there. <laughs> I'm sweet for uh, I can bring one of these Jaco's if you like, <laughs> yeah, if we can it's get.
3: It's like a uh, a luxury Bedouin tent that you can take over oh. to the uh, the Middle East. It's um, yeah, the all terrain would be great be. for you, Tristan. That might be a good result. I might have to investigate that. So I might have to pop out to Hawkesbury and check it out. Um, Nick's bet last week, it wasn't a stupid multi. It was, no. see, bet with your head, not with your heart. Yeah. And again, it, it fell down, didn't it, Tristan, at the golf? God,
4: bless
1: him. It did, it did. It was uh, one of those ones where, you know, it, it was definitely a, a heart bet as opposed to a head bet and unfortunately couldn't quite get the result. Um, but, you know, we've still got 6,000 in the kitty. So we're we're moving... exactly. Towards a target nicely, so that's good. So it'll be interesting where Nick heads to today. How is our man Rory going? To the uh, how did he go overnight? Any any idea, Nick? Uh,
4: not as not as good as he probably could, but we're not invested here. Nick would have loved to have invested on the Sydney Roosters a month and a half ago. Don't worry about that, but Ooh, he not cannot. Not allowed. Not Absolutely cannot at twenty six dollars. What uh, the win <laughs> last night? Uh, any shift in the market there for the Roosters to win the comp?
1: Yeah, big shift. They were very, very impressive. It was a great performance last night, and they are into third favourite now to win the comp. Uh, Penrith, mm. still $2.10, clear favourites. The Storm out to $6.00. The Roosters, $8.00. I think probably that's going to shift a little bit over the next couple of days, just once we get our head around the injury and potential suspension news as well. Um, and then we've got, uh, obviously, a massive game next week against the Bunnies, who are $15.00. The Sharks, 9 Cowboys, 11 and the Eels at 13 so, uh, certainly uh certainly... Very firm in the market now, the Roosters, which is good to see. And uh, going a lot better than those Broncos, 150 to 1 after the dropping a number of games in a row of the Bronx. Yeah, got the blows a bit. they, <laughs>
3: <Hey. laughs> they like a float breakdown. That's like... Me backing a horse on a Saturday. Did you have <laughs> something on Brisbane at some stage this year? No. no, I did think they were going to make the top eight though, so they got that uh, task ahead of them. But um, yeah, Tristan. Later on, we'll we'll touch on the racing. We'll touch on the footy, match by match, and um, delve in uh, deeper to a lot of other things. And Nick, have you got a stupid multi today, or is it just going to be one of these one out? No, I do one off the ruck bets. No, but it's stupid. Okay, good, good. Uh, Tristan, <laughs> look forward to your company later <laughs> in the, later in the show. Speak you soon, guys. Mr. Millahan from topsport.com.au, home of the Top Sports Betting Multi. Download the Top Sport app today. Gamble responsibly, of course, 1-800-858-858. Now, after the news, like we do every week at uh, 9.30 on the Mowers Club, we're going to have a look back at the week uh, week in sport. We're out with Jaco Sydney at the Hawksbury Lifestyle and Leisure Show. We'll be back in a moment. Yeah, can't wait for that, for Manly to get pumped <laughs> again. Awesome. Welcome back to the Mowers Club uh, out here at the Hawkesbury Lifestyle and Leisure Show. Thanks to Jaco Sydney. And uh, we're going to discuss some of the big talking points through the week. Our week in review, a bit of footy, of course, a bit of AFL uh, Bye the week before the finals. Does it work? Does it not? Mm. Uh, GWS announcing their new coach, who looks like he could still play. And uh, the tennis, the US Open, starts Monday night Australian time. And Nick Kyrgios has drawn Thanasi Kokanakis in round one. We'll talk about that and plenty else on the Mowers Club. We're back in a moment.
2: Whether you need to trim, blow, cut or mow, there's a Toro for everyone. This is the Saturday Morning Mowers Club on SEN with Adam Peacock and Nick Davis. Let's put a line through the biggest stories of the week with the Mowers Week in Review. Yeah, we're going to start right here. <laughs> welcome back in the Week in, week in review. review. We've
3: got the Rooster Man in review first oh. of all. Uh, we're at the well, uh, Hawkesbury Lifestyle and Leisure Show, thanks to Jaco Sydney. And at this uh, beautiful Lifestyle and Leisure Show, with a lot of people walking around, contemplating investing in a. Uh, in a caravan. And if or, you were. In a deluxe version as well. I'm going the all-terrain. <laughs> the all-terrain from Jaco. That's palatial. That is double... There's a bunk bed in there. There's a to- shower, toilet, double bed, bunk bed, kitchen, everything. Mm. Incredible. Incredible. But, um, yeah, we're back uh, at... This uh, leisure show out at Hawkesbury where they don't do piccolo coffees. Oh. i just discovered. <laughs> the
4: man from the Northern Meaches has got a rude shock out here at Hawkesbury. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, Rooster yeah. Man, just before we get to
3: these talking points, Rooster Man. Careful. Two weeks ago, he was going on his first date. He wanted some advice. Yep. So, he handed some over. We discussed it at length at the end of the show. We didn't hear back from him. We didn't hear him for two weeks. So Roosterman has finally emerged. I know what. Now I know why. An early text. We've got back to us, and he's gone. Roosterman got a second date. Yep. Let me tell you, divorced women in there uh, of a certain age are very dangerous. They get straight down to business time. Third date planned. Well, I'm glad everything is going very
4: well, Roosterman. I'm, I'm very, very happy busy. for you. <laughs> exactly. Anyone else out there need any advice? <laughs> <laughs> From you, yeah. yeah, okay.
5: It was my advice, boys. It <laughs> 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 oh, he is. You know what I was thinking uh. when you just before when you were talking, lads. What would be awesome if we had a roaming Brian sort of mic and we were going wow. out to different sort of people? So, are you interested uh, in yeah. this one? Why do you like this one? Oh, can we can we get the price down a little bit? Any wiggle room? <laughs> what? <laughs> are
4: we be giving them away. we pretend to be a Jaco caravan salesman out here.
3: So oh, good. I
5: see Roaming Brian out there.
4: Roaming Nicholas. Roaming Nick.
3: Roaming Nick. So the big talking points through the week. We'll start with NRL. West Tigers are apparently going to enter the race for Cam Munster. So jumping in, it's a
4: good time to be a free agent. Oh, yeah. Rugby league. A very Ooh, good time. Yeah. Uh, is this
3: a good idea for the Tigers?
4: Uh, anyone's a good idea for the Tigers. 7 seven two six. 6 Yeah. Oh, look, you've got to do your due diligence. Tim Sheens and, the, and Benji in there, from what I've heard, there's going to be a decent old clean out of, of staff and, hmm. and and starting from fresh. I think sometimes that's the best thing to do. You can go on and keep things going and try and change a few things. There needs to be a, they've got the centre of excellence, they've got all that sort of stuff coming. Um, can Munster, absolutely. Does Munster owe Melbourne anything given absolutely not.
3: the issues at the end of last season no. they stuck by? No. Why not? Of course.
4: He's fulfilled his contractual obligations. Just? Just? Like me. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I asked the question. <laughs> Just? <laughs> Talk to the experts. <laughs> no. No. I, I, I think he would... There would be a bit of Cam Munster when he's weighing up everything that's put in front of him. Mm. He would take a discount and a haircut to stay at Melbourne for his own loyalty reasons and back to them, so... But not a number two. He wouldn't get the number two all over there. <laughs> no. He wouldn't take that big a haircut. No, not that big. Yeah. What, what what just would be... a little bit off the side. Just what, short back and side. What would be the difference? like how much head of a haircut that you get? Yeah, exactly. Which is not much. Yeah, well, it's, it's a pretty quick haircut at the moment. <laughs> You're not buying them in bulk, are you? <laughs> <laughs> with... No,
3: I've only got six for the year. That, that'll see <laughs> me out. Um, With... Monster. Then what? What then is the margin? Is it fifty grand? Is it hundred grand? Like um,
4: how much? How big no. is the gap in terms of what he'd be
3: prepared to take unders at Melbourne to go to Dolphins or Tigers? it's one hundred and fifty. One
4: mm. hundred and fifty. Okay. And when you're up at that high, up at that scale, one hundred and fifty compared three hundred to one hundred and fifty. If so you are getting three hundred thousand and you yeah. get off at one hundred and fifty, big gap. Big gap. You would know if you're on 1.3 <laughs> and you get offered 1.15. Yeah. Doesn't seem as much of a gap. No.
3: No, exactly. You're
4: over the tax threshold.
3: threshold so <laughs> you're setting, giving half you're, back anyway. You're setting yourself and up. If you got miss this, there's more. <laughs> 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 you're setting yourself up elsewhere in tax havens. So, yeah, it'd be interesting to see what happens. Hey, NRL blowout problem. Mm. I reckon. Uh, no, just, it was just the, the perfect storm last week, I think. And there'll be, there'll be more this weekend. Pranella should pump uh Canterbury. Mm. You'd imagine that Canberra will be although Canberra seem to make enjoy making life hard for themselves, for themselves
4: and their coach. Manly will be fun at half time. We'll talk to Tristan. Maybe that should be the strategy. I can't do it with you. Manly Canberra half okay. full double.
3: Yeah, I'm not I'm not touching Manly at the moment <laughs> off him. Not talking to them. They're in the. Will you go back? Maybe you could live out here. Go for the Panthers. We're in. (laughs) We're in. in, in Is mountains out here? Isn't that the ultimate? Oh no, I don't like my team anymore. Who's good? Penrith. Yep, I'll go for them. Go for them. No, can't do that. Can't do that. Hey, uh, GWS Giants, just quickly, they've Mm. announced um, Adam Kingsley, their coach, Adam Kingsley, as head coach. Uh, I mentioned before, he maybe a
4: little bit less. Still time for like Adam to do play. weights, given the fact <laughs> he's head coach now. They might take a little bit off his gym routine, which he doesn't really need much more to do. <laughs>
3: Far out. He's uh,
4: the Incredible Hulk. Yeah. He is. Uh, good is appointment, a, bad appointment? Good What's angle? the guy? Good angle. Uh, I would have liked to have seen potentially the duo of McVeigh, so- Dean Solomon and James Hurd. Yeah. Have a, have a crack there. I thought they'd. They'd done enough and the team had shown enough in the back half of the year to, to give them a go. I think there's a lot of currency at the moment in the AFL world and coaching landscape for the Richmond coaching crew. Stop it, you right there. Oh, what happened? That term. It's an early year now. What landscape? AFL world. It's not a world. In the AFL coaching what?
3: It's not even a country.
4: It's, it's a province. Oh, anyway. <laughs> in the AFL coaching... No, did I say world? Lance, I you I said, said, world. Oh, no, whatever. I said world. I don't listen to myself anyway. No, no one does it there, so it doesn't matter. Uh, for, I was about to say something very insightful then, and you interrupted me. Good. Now my head hurts. Um, um, for the Richmond coaching crew. Yes. Seeing what Craig McRae has been able to do with Collingwood, Justin Lepage going there um, to Collingwood as well as an assistant. Uh, and So this is all emanating out of Richmond? Out of, out of the Damien Hardwick School of Coach.
3: Like the old Alistair Clarkson Arthur, yes. School of Coach. Yes.
4: Yep. So Breeding coaches and, and success. Yes. So I think that probably would have been part of it, Obviously, Adam Kingsley would have put forward a, a very good case to be the, the head coach there. But I think, yeah, there's a bit of currency in the Richmond coaching structures. We happy with uh, oh, the That's a massive coffee. That's a
3: that's a half though. Oh no it's not. <laughs> it's a full one. geez, you're gonna be awake for a while. Espresso. Large espresso. Okay, thanks. It, what about the temp- what about guilty. the tantrum? Oh, there's no,
4: there's big- no
1: tantrum.
3: No piccolo. There's no tantrum.
4: <gasps> oh,
3: <laughs> here we go. That's me. That's, me. that's not you, pal. <laughs> that's the outbreak. Thank you very there much, everyone inter- here at JK Sydney looking after us. How's the old intermittent and fasting. Napkins and napkins as well.
4: Intermittent fasting. Cooper
3: all over it. Nice oh, um. AFL having a bye this week. Mm. My opinion, have it before the grand final, not now. Your opinion?
4: Uh, my opinion is it was a a bit of a knee-jerk reaction to Fremantle two years in a row. And it's, and it's AFL scheduling, and they don't know where Fremantle are going to land. But it all came about for those listening on at home, which probably are doing. Fremantle were playing Hawthorne in a game in Launceston in the last round of the AFL season. And no matter what happened in the result of that game, Fremantle's position in the finals was not going to change. So they took the reserve grade team there. Yeah. So the AFL were talking integrity of the game. People who uh, obviously uh, people wagering responsibly on the game, integrity. Mm-hmm. So they decided to put a buy-in to sort of stop this sort of stuff. As they should. As they should. Uh, I think it fits pretty well, given it gives a, a good standalone weekend for AFLW to start. Actually, sorry, I'll go back on that. Mm. As they shouldn't. What do you mean As
3: they shouldn't? Well, if no, they're shouldn't. in the position, they've set themselves up for that position to be able to do that. Mm. That's fine. Yeah, integrity. of The game is important. Integrity. of The game is important, but integrity
4: of having your best available for the finals. That's at and that's the why they've given. And important. that's why they've given a buy. They're, they're deserving. Of being able to do that. But some teams it helps, some teams it doesn't. The Western Bulldogs of... 2016?
3: Yes. When they went through? Yeah. Yep.
4: So they played their last home and away game in Perth. Yep. They had an injury list as long as a Jaco Caravan, which is massive, some yes. of them. Huge. And then the week off allowed them to get back and run the table and win the grand final. Yeah. So it helps some. If you're fit and firing, maybe it doesn't help you as much.
3: Tennis, U.S. Open. Nick Kyrgios will play at the Nasi Kokonakis in the first Is round. Is that a stitch-up? It's a bit of a tuck-up. Yep. Is it a stitch-up? Okay. It's point zero eight of a... Perc- Sorry, point seven zero of a percent likelihood of happening. Unless you
4: just write their names next to each other. <laughs> no, <laughs> but it's 100% um, chance of happening. So
3: they're playing doubles still. They're going to play the doubles. but uh, yeah. There's integrity of the game. So they were practicing on concurrent courts at the same time and Thanasi checked his phone and he got a tweet of, of Pam Shriver one of the commentators over there and he yells out hey Nick we're playing each other oh that's good bro why can't they just do it then and Thanasi, yeah exactly come get, over get it done with get it done with so uh, Nick he's, he's fourth or fifth favourite we'll check in with Tristan a bit later on but
4: it, he's he's well in the market but he's going to probably about... play Medvedev in the fourth round oh, no I'm going no, to say Fiena I've got to write it down to remind myself <laughs> Just write everything down yeah, I do. Nick
3: lives in a house of post-it notes uh, second <laughs> I live in now so poor old Rinky Hajita he's a young Australian player uh, he's got a wild card he's pumped up about the prospect and he's drawn Rafa first round how good's that Novak. What do you get for first round? Uh, In and out. 80, 100. Three sets. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, Novak will not be competing thanks to his vaccination
4: status because America... At least we know what it is. <laughs> exactly. He's still... I'm not, I'm not telling you if I am or I am. Well, I'm pretty sure, mate, you aren't. Yeah, he's not. He's not. But the thing is... Oh, well, there's if, dogs out here too. If you're unvaccinated...
3: There's a dog. He's Simon Simpson. There's a dog with a floppy tail. <laughs> here, pup. Um... If you're, vaccin- if you're unvaccinated and you're already in the States, if you're an American citizen,
4: free to play. I oh, needed to sneak in. He needed to. He needed to go and play a tournament in Mexico and then just.
3: Yeah, over the border in the boot. Yep. But. Imagine that. That's not. And there's a cowboy.
4: Hey, buddy. All out
3: there. He's looking for a. Nice he, kit. He's trying to tempt mum and dad into getting one of these Jaycos and fair enough too. He as wants well. to live
4: in that one by himself. Yeah. Perfect size for you. <laughs>
3: exactly. exactly. Get mum and dad to buy that one, the all-terrain, and you go on that one. And chill out. How good! Um, and Serena Williams will play her last tournament as well. It's a fir- final farewell tournament at the US Open. Fitting, the scene of the
4: meltdown. That was a good doco to watch. Uh, which one? Which one was it? <laughs> there was a few,
3: there's been a few meltdowns. There's the one where she uh, said she was going to jam the. Ball down the uh, lines. No,
4: nah, the one where I, the accusing of cheating. I am a the mother. One of the coaching, I'm a mother. That, that was that one.
3: There was the one against Sam
4: Stoza where she lost her brain
3: uh, midway through the second set because Stoza was beating her and then she got pinged for making an audible sound halfway through a point and the chair umpire pinged her. And but that's a hang on. They all make audible sounds. Yeah. But it was a, like that's a stupid. hit the ball three seconds later as Sam was going to hit it. She decided to grunt there. Tennis so. should
4: be consistent. Noise from the crowd. Yes, agree. Consistent noise. Should be party time.
3: In New York, they can actually, because the stadium so. It goes big. so high, you don't even yeah, see it. It's massive. 25,000 people inside the same stadium. You'd but yeah, I agree. It there.
4: There should be. Maybe. <laughs> Bruce, a couple of times. i <laughs> Bruce. A couple of times. Brucey boy.
3: But uh, yeah, looking forward to the US Open, we? which starts next week. And uh, one last one as well. What do you make of Live Golf, the, the response, sorry, to Live Golf from the PGA Tour? They're going to play this team's event yeah. on Monday nights. So they're going to go into a simulator, hit their drive and second shot or third shot into a simulator, and then work out where the ball is on the green. And around go a an indoor Yankee stadium. stadium. indoor stadium, they're going to have one green or they're going to have a, a series of greens around and they're going to go and place the ball it's be where it's like, It's going to be like, to like a top golf sort of thing, I reckon. Yeah.
6: I, 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 it's I interesting.
3: It, it just feels like they're trying to come up with ideas to combat what Live Golf have done just to combat it, rather
4: than come up with good ideas for themselves. If you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I don't like it. Competition creates innovation. Look at that. Jayco. <laughs> Use that as a slogan. <laughs> competition creates innovation. Innovation does. Because you've got to, you yeah. You you know, look at these Jaycos.
3: Yeah, they don't care about the
4: op- competition. Yeah, but they keep innovating to be well ahead of yeah, the innovating, opposition but down there. Anyway. anyway. Competition, well, anyway. Yeah, I, I, so I don't know about that idea. It. it just seems like... Well, they've got to do something different. Why? And, and if you're calling yourself the best... Yeah, but, they, but they're, they're working, they're going, well, these golfers are keeping ski- on going. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, hey, guys. Yay or nay, should Cam Smith go? Yes. Yeah? Totally. You got no problem with it? None. You won't boo him? None. None. Up. Why would you? None? You shouldn't. No. <laughs> I've People are free to go and earn more money doing something that they see later. Hmm. Fair enough. And I know, hopefully it brings a tournament out here. It will. A big world, world, world-wide. Can I say world? Can I use world in golf? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well,
3: I think well, maybe not with the PGA Tour because it, it, it feels like the PGA Tour, the uh, their version of the world, extends no further than the US border. Should they change their name? PGA Tour. Mm.
4: No, to just the American guys. Well, I haven't got the world. They D- got, well, got the, the DP World Tour. The DP World Tour. It's, which, it's more world. It is actually worldly.
3: They're in cahoots with uh, with PGA Tour, trying to freeze live golf out. But yeah, Not plenty anything. more to come on that, and plenty more to come on the Mowers Club. Thanks to Tour Moas. Mowers. We're we'll back in a moment.
2: This is the Saturday Morning Mowers Club on SEN with Adam Peacock and Nick Davis.
3: Yeah, great to have your company. Uh, first hour nearly done here Ooh. out at the Hawkesbury Lifestyle and Leisure Show at the Jaco, uh, Jaco Sydney area as well. I'm having a look at. Uh, I got one of these brochures. The brochure. A brochure, you'll buy one for sure. You got plenty of room. One day, one day I will. Oh, wouldn't you? Well, children, gotta get children out of my house, out of my existence first. Put right? them in the Jaco. Huh? Put them in the Jaco. What? Out in the backyard? Yeah. Have the house to myself. Absolutely, it's not a bad idea actually. There you go. I'm full of them. Scale? maybe just sell the house and then just buy
4: knock the or house six down all- and put
3: a JCO on. there. you move whenever you like. No, put f- buy six all terrains. Just have them in
4: separate
5: living quarters. Hey. Yeah, uh,
4: now Now eye- you know the whole monster pay scale thing. It no, all makes sense. Ideas, man. You are. Dangerous. As long as you can live somewhere where you can get a piccolo. Apparently. Apparently.
3: Uh, morning, gents. A bit of an observation about Melbourne last night, and I'm no uh, I'm no one. Just a dude watch watches footy. So am I. Hammer from Narrabeen, we all are. Uh, Melbourne were put off by the Roosters' early aggression. Big Nelson stood up, but Bromwich went missing. Which one? Not sure, but Bromwich. Kenny was in there punching on. Uh, And on Munster, he uh, complained to the ref uh, all game, every tackle, and when he does, his play suffers. When he turned his form around earlier this season, he stopped complaining to the ref. He's a lot better when he just plays and doesn't worry about the officials. Hammer from uh, Narrabeen, thank you for those Opinions, we appreciate them. Fair enough, too. And um, Nick, we've appeared on the JKO uh, Instagram. We did, JKO Sydney site. Instagram. Now I'm I'm there in a previous life, holding a well, I like. and a, a, a suit paid for by uh, Fox Sports. At least I knew what I was doing.
4: <laughs> in said photo, as opposed to you and your photo was Roosters Nine's photo. <laughs> I looked like I knew what I was doing. You, you looked like it. Until I kicked the ball off. <laughs> and then it was like... Ooh. I knew exactly what I was doing. Not hey, getting Philly the ball. army.
0: Go right through here, my friend. <laughs> there, the try line is that way. Did you
4: beep on the way through? <laughs> they did. <laughs> it it, it was like it was like <laughs> down at the Esplanade and, from Blackwoods. Uh, <laughs> the Pram Peloton was down there on the weekend. I was down there last night. No, it was like... It was just a... It wasn't like just a polite little ding-ding from Billy. <laughs> I'm coming through here. I'm like, see you, pal. Enjoy.
3: Now, we're not going to do a sweep this week. Um, we're not? Well, it's just too hard out here. So, yeah. But we'll it is, we'll yeah. bring the sweep back the sweep next be, week. Mate. Now, our second hour, big second hour ahead. We've got Andrew Mertens ahead because the Wallabies are playing this afternoon in Adelaide. We'll talk to uh, Mertz, who's from Channel 9 and Stan Sport. Of course, we've got Usman Kawaja on the way as well. And Nick Davis, he's built it up. He's built it up. South
4: Africans are out here.
3: He's going to deliver. He's and oh him. look, Springbok jersey, Springboker. See, he's not bothered by the cold. He's got the Panthers short arms fans out. out here too. Sun's out, guns out. Uh, oh, too. Yeah, no. Nah. Good set of guns. One of the great. It's yeah, the nah, biggest year now in the world in history. In history, a lot to look it's forward coming to coming up on the Mowers Club out here, thanks to Jaco Sydney at the Hawkesbury Leisure Show.
2: Welcome to the Saturday Morning Mowers Club on SCN with Adam Peacock and Nick Davis. Yeah, welcome back.
3: Uh... Let the adventure begin with Jayco Sydney. We're out here with Jayco Sydney at the Hawkesbury Lifestyle and Leisure Show on the Mowers Club, thanks to Toro Mowers, powered by 100 years of innovation. Uh, This is our second hour. A couple of good guests on the way, including this man, Um, Ahead of the Wallabies and Springboks from Adelaide Oval in 4K and live and ad-free on Stan Sport. Also simulcast on Channel 9 this afternoon. Andrew Mertens, former All Black, but he's one of us right now. Look at his his accents turning Australian. You can just see him twisting now. We're getting former All Blacks to play for the Wallabies potentially. And this man's very much an Australian. Mertz,
7: how are you? Morning, guys. Yeah, not bad. I was over in Christchurch last weekend, now down in Adelaide, the sister city, and it's it feels pretty familiar down here. It uh, may as well be part of New Zealand. <laughs> Excellent. Well, there's no
3: Kiwis there apart from you pretty much this afternoon because it's uh, Australia and the Springboks. What are your thoughts ahead of this one?
7: Well, I'm looking forward to it. It's a good afternoon of footy. I'm, I'm excited that uh, that we've got a 3 o'clock kick-off, you know, and we're, we're rugby's made a smart decision not to go head-to-head with all these crucial games going on in NRL and AFL. So that's pretty smart. Hopefully we'll get a a few people watching, hopefully a good spectacle. But uh, Australia's got a a fair bit of work after the last performance they put out over in Argentina, which was messy, is a nice way to put it. And uh, not Lionel, but they... uh, They've got some by the teams, and they've come home, licked their wounds for two weeks and uh, want to put out a good performance against the the world champions who are coming off a loss themselves to the All Blacks. So two different styles probably this afternoon. I'd say the Wallabies will try and move the ball around. I think the Springboks will try and strangle the life out of, uh, out of the game and, and that's their best shot of winning. But uh, two really, really different styles. So actually pretty interesting and looking forward to it and there's a... The Women's International was on first, the Wallaroos up against the Black Ferns, so good old double header at Adelaide Oval. Yeah, you said,
4: Mertz, that the Wallabies are coming back after a big loss. Uh, It's been six changes. Dave Rennie's made six changes to the side. How do you think it looks?
7: Um, Well, you know, they've had to cope with a lot of injuries over the last few weeks, so I think think he's doing pretty well, and, and he's also trying to build the depth in the squad as well, so... Um, look, I don't think necessarily it's a world-beating team, but I think it's a team that can, if they hold onto the ball, which they didn't do against team, If they hold onto the ball, they can can trouble the Springboks. There are opportunities there in sort of one-on-one battles, particularly when you look at the likes of Karoi Mbete, who for the last two or three seasons has been the standout Wallaby, and he's up against Warwick Hillunt, which really is probably opportunity for him. So that might be the the best shot. But the back three is pretty exciting. Um, and Betty lining up with, with Tom Wright and, and Reece Hodges had a remarkable turnaround since he wasn't picked for the Wallabies at the start he got thrust in thanks to injury and he, and he performed really well uh, when he came into fly half so goes uh, back in the 10 jersey today so you know there's plenty of talent there's plenty of ability they've just got to hold on to their ball against this massive physical Springboks team
3: Stick around long enough Mertz and you might get a run in the 10 jersey for, uh, for the Wallabies the way they're making changes <laughs> in that particular uh, jumper at the moment I reckon I'm closer. If you took
7: the floor, I reckon i would be closer to the loose head prop at the moment. The way things have been going, <laughs> eating my way through Sydney, through <laughs> <laughs> South Australia as well. So it's it's pretty good. It's, it's good fun to be on tour, as you guys know, and uh, getting around. And it's it's exciting to have a, a test at such a a fantastic ground. I know it's you know it's an AFL and cricket stadium, so it means you're a bit further away from the action with rugby, but it's amazing. Uh, amazing venue and I was lucky enough to come here a couple of years ago with a state of origin game and so really looking forward to it and you know, looking forward to rugby sort of trying to be a little more on the map um, in, in places like Adelaide and seeing how successful the games have been in Perth over the last few years as well so
0: yeah,
3: pretty exciting all around. Yeah, the, the last time the Wallabies were in Adelaide was actually a, a, a really... Um... A really close win, just fell over the line against the Namibia, one hundred and forty-two nil. So I could, I'd imagine something is uh, something along those lines is in the offing this afternoon against um, Southern African opponents.
7: Well, I, I do remember that one because I know Namibia was threatening to run in twenty-one converted tries in the last couple of minutes, but uh, <laughs> we squeaked through. So it is a good round for them. So yeah, no, it'd just be just be nice having a bit of afternoon footy. It's um, you know it means hopefully there'll be a, a pretty good vibe and positive. Um, sort of atmosphere in the ground and if it, uh, it clears up a little bit but grey here at the moment which will be sitting, uh, sitting in the box I'd say they, like I say they, they probably want to kick the cover off the ball and try and throttle uh, the Australians so they don't have much of a fluid game so like I said before two different styles, It'll be interesting to see which one prevails Mertz, the All
4: Blacks, Ian Foster, he got the win, we're not sure if anyone in New Zealand were really cheering for him to get that win Uh has he got the full support of the board? Or has he oh, been? God. Has that been
7: <laughs> bestowed upon him? Well, it has. I mean, they were fairly public with saying how much they supported him, and uh, it's, it's tough for Ian Foster. I mean, he, you know, they did play very well in that second game against uh, against the Springboks in South Africa, but they've uh, come back to New Zealand with all this stuff going on. He's gone straight down to Christchurch, which is the you know the, the spiritual home of uh, of, of Scotland and current Crusaders coach who's the, the guy seems the rest of the country was clumping for to be the coach head of Foster so he's really gone into enemy territory and they're notorious the crowd down there for really cheering their own they've booed all black teams on occasions because they felt there were too many Aucklanders in the team so um, I hope there's a, there's a you know a, a positive backing for the, the all blacks down there it could be tough too Argentina They didn't set the world alight against the Wallabies, but they still managed to put on 48 points. They just sat back and lived off the mistakes. So, All Blacks again for them, same as for the Wallabies. It'll be about ball control, holding onto their position, and controlling that. Because if they cough up too much, it's a pretty big Argentinian team that uh, that they've shown that they can score some points when they get given the get given the ball. So, uh, yeah, that's another compelling one straight after this game in Adelaide. You watch it on the big screen as well.
3: Awesome, uh, Andrew Mertens. Really appreciate your time this morning, mate. Um, good luck with uh, some of the fine establishments in terms of uh, restaurants available down there after the game. I'm sure you'll, um, after your earlier comments, you'll suss out something good and uh, enjoy the test
7: match, mate. Thanks, guys. Just trying to support local businesses. I'm all give. Have a good weekend.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Head to Gaucho's, the best steak restaurant in, <laughs> going around down um, there. Uh, Andrew Merton's joining us. Thanks to uh, Stan Sport and Channel 9. And also, Stan has secured the rights for the Women's Rugby World Cup this year and the Men's World Cup in France next year. So big news for Stan Sport and Channel 9. And Andrew Merton, you can catch him part of the team this afternoon in 4K and live and free on Stan and also 9. We're off to a quick break from uh, the Jayco stand here at the Hawkesbury Lifestyle and Leisure Show. Back in a moment with Usman Kawaja.
2: This is the Saturday Morning Mowers Club on SEN with Adam Peacock and Nick Davis.
3: Yeah, great to have your company on the Mowers Club. Thanks to Toro Mowers out here. Thanks to Jayco Sydney at the uh, Hawkesbury pleasure show. Uh, now we're going to talk a bit of cricket right now. One of the best around is uh, Usman Khawaja and the T20 World Cup is around the corner and tickets are on sale starting at $5 for kids and $20 for adults at T20WorldCup.com right now. Plenty of options around the country to get involved in this tournament that's happening I think in 50 days time and joining us is the multicultural ambassador for the T20 World Cup, Uzi Usman Kawaja. How are you mate?
0: Yeah good thanks. boys. How are you?
3: All right, all right. Um, this is kind of... It feels like, you know, because we've lived through the coldest winter known to man here in Sydney, it feels like it's sneaking up on us, but it's 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 not far away, is it, this T20 World Cup, and it's going to go off?
0: No, you're not the only one. I think this is the coldest winter Brisbane's ever had. Well, since I've been there, everyone's been... You know, it's been it's been 17 degrees in the daytime. That's ridiculous. We used to have 24 degrees, so I'm with you there. But, yeah, you're right. This uh, T20 World Cup's not far away. Uh, it's very exciting, obviously, Early start to cricket, which I'm all for. Um, uh, it'll be a great spectacle. All the countries around the world coming to Australia to play T20, which is obviously, uh, you know, where all the excitement in world cricket is at at the moment. How
3: are we, how we placed at the moment in Europe? And obviously we have got it done over there in the Middle East, the last T20 World Cup. How, how do you feel that Australia's uh, prospects are the, the men's team in this version?
0: Oh, look, a lot of good teams. Australia's definitely, you know, you're rather high from the last World Cup, but it's, T20 is so fickle. Things can change. And I think we saw that last World Cup. If you looked at the start, no one was giving Australia any chance to win that T20 tournament. And then the momentum and the guys started playing at the right time, started playing good cricket at the right time, and then that starts happening. You carry it on. You can actually win a World Cup. And that's tournament play. No matter what tournament you've played, 50 over World Cup or T20 World Cup, that's the beauty of it. You just, you're never sure until right at the end who's going to take it, so yeah look we're we're a very good team, but nothing certain in this format
4: now was I mean with the there's so much t twenty cricket played all around the world, do you think that that promotes a really good tournament lifestyle in the World Cup that these players are used to um, playing pool matches and then the difference when it becomes to a, a final sort of setup
0: um, look it's it's always complicated it's never easy playing tournament play just because once you get to that final, like you lose one game, one T20 tournament, you're out. And literally that can happen in the space of five, six overs. You can lose a game so quickly in T20 cricket. So it can be really, as I said, it can just be so fickle, but that's the beauty about the game. You just, every time you think, oh yeah, yeah, yeah this game's over. And then suddenly one of those games just turns on its head and everything changes. It's um, Yeah, I think that's what makes it so hard to be a consistent performer, both individually and as a team in T20 cricket at the moment. Um whether or not how they'll evolve over the years not really sure but at the moment, yeah, it's, it's very hard to sort of to to, to do it consistently.
3: Now, um in group two, Uzi, India play Pakistan, Pakistan the, the nation of your birth obviously, this fixture uh will go off if I'm not correct. Uh, when these two meet each other in the in the pool stage. Yeah,
0: I'm pretty sure the tickets sold out within like minutes. I think they put them up the other day and they were gone. I was talking to um, one of the organisers of the World Cup and then they put extra seating out and that, that was gone within a couple of minutes. So I dare say there's going to be a pretty big crowd, um, pretty great spectacle. To be honest, I grew up watching a lot of India versus Pakistan. Obviously, my parents, um, immigrated from Pakistan, the spectacle was unbelievable. I mean, I being an Australian supporter, even I got excited about the contest. And I think we're going to see it again. I think they go back to playing the Asian Cup against each other too. So it's been really disappointing for world cricket that these two countries haven't been playing. I think, in my personal opinion for us, obviously, bar the ashes, I think this may be the biggest rivalry in the world. Um, So when you see these two countries together, I mean, and it's particularly the way they played last time in the 20 World Cup, I don't think there's a better showcase for the world game of two countries coming together and playing in, you know, the best spirit ever. Um, Just the way they went about it, um, the game finished and they were all, you know, really happy, you know, high-fiving and and talking and doing all that. The pictures that came out of that game were unbelievable. So I think that was bigger than anything anything other than, you know, what the spectacle was, was showing. So really looking forward to it.
3: A big bash. Uh, they're, they're trying all they can, Cricket Australia, to kind of uh, reignite it to days gone by. And they're having—I think the draft is this weekend. I'm pretty sure you're already locked in with Brisbane Heat. Are you not? You don't have to worry about um, getting drafted somewhere.
0: Uh, no, no, no. The draft's only for international players. So yeah, yeah. I was born, I was born in Pakistan, but don't worry, I'm a local player, so uh, I'm fine. <laughs> All <there>. good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So we, I'm going down Melbourne tomorrow. So the draft's happening. International players, a huge list. It'd be really actually. It's, it's, there's a lot of excitement around the draft. Uh, I, I, I'm, I was a bit uncertain about it. I knew it'd create excitement, so I think when you're talking about cricket this time of the year but obviously the World Cup, people are talking about the draft. So yeah, we've got a few names that we've sort of penciled in everything we think we might like to have um at the heat. Um I'll be down there tomorrow in Melbourne, so yeah, hopefully we don't make uh, I don't make a fool of myself.
3: Are you are you allowed to bid or is it the coaching staff only? Are you allowed to get in people's to no, no, say go for this
0: guy? I'm I'm no, 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 the coaching staff bid. I'm the co I'm the sorry, I'm the captain, so I sort of yeah, I'm I'm in and amongst the chats of what's going on, but at the end of the day, um, the high performance manager and the coach, um, you know, they just they bid, they have the final say, they decide um, who they want and the team for. the you know, the buck also stops with them, um, in some respects. So uh, it'd be it'd be really interesting how it goes. I've seen a lot of drafts and auctions on TV in the past. Um, I enjoy them, so uh, yeah, I think it'd be pretty cool.
3: Hopefully, it's a little more lively than the the one that they have at the IPL, where they just basically sit around and drink Red Bulls and stare at each other and smile at each other and then stab each other in the back to try and bid but it's, it's it's there's no you know there's no outward kind of angst there needs to be like maybe bid for players by whacking someone over the head with a pillow or something like that I don't know Uzi, you you probably come up with a better idea than that
0: yeah I'm not sure the is a little bit different because it's a, it's a straight out auction this is a draft so I'm assuming this might be a bit more free flowing because you only have the option to pick certain players in certain categories so it kind of takes certain thing, t- takes um, you know the guesswork out of your hands a little bit. But yeah, look, if you got any ideas, yeah, feel free, feel free to email me through, and I'll pass them on.
4: Innovation, innovation. See, competition provides innovation. I'm not Adam, sure about the pillowhead
0: smack though. I'd maybe leave that one out. Not like,
4: or cricket bat? I don't
3: know. <laughs> so might be a bit <laughs> yeah, uh, bit for the kiddies not. watching at home. Yeah.
4: Aussie, yeah. what about for the big bash yeah. in regards of gameplay? Do you think there can be any more innovation to the game of T20 if you're in charge of of the, the the big bash series, what do you think there's there something that would you could come up with to you know bring something fresh to the big bash
0: uh, people like anyone who knows me, I love change um, I love innovating, but not for the sake of innovating so um, you know if i if, if, if you feel like there needs to be change and change, I personally believe the the package is more important than any changes to games and regulations that you might do so. I feel like if you can get the best players around the world into the Big Bash, international players and obviously Aussie players, that's what's going to make the product um, the best it can be. And the reason I watch sport around the world, I watch I watch NRL because they have the best rugby league players in the world come to the NRL. I watch NBA because they have the best basketballs around the world go to the NBA. I think the same needs to be done for the Big Bash or at least try to be achieved for the Big Bash. And I don't think we've... Focus on that enough we've been focusing more on what rules and regulations we can change but the downside of that is it actually a game that actually t20 is a game that brings the new new people into the game the people that don't you know haven't watched cricket their whole lives don't really understand the game t20 was their way in but to keep bringing out rules and regulations that complicates that i'm just worried that it will start to um, push those people out again because Yeah, you don't want to complicate the game any more than it is. You just want to make it really simple. So I personally believe that we need to concentrate on the product and the players first, and then the product uh, and the regulations and the gimmicky sort of stuff afterwards.
3: Well, yeah, that's what you get in a T20 World Cup. They don't have all the gimmicks and the builds and whistles, do they? They just get very good cricketers playing high-quality cricket in the T20 format, and the rest takes care of itself. Correct, yeah. So we're looking forward to this uh, later in the year. Usman Khawaja, thanks for joining us on the Mowers Club, mate. Much appreciated and have a good day and look forward to seeing you out there very, very soon. And good luck in the draft as well with the Brisbane Heat this weekend.
0: Yeah. Cheers, boys. Later. I'll try to keep my trigger bad at home. I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> Yeah, good stuff.
3: Who's from Gawaja joining us right there? Uh, Australian representative, of course, one of the best going around and a great ambassador for cricket all around the nation. He's the multicultural ambassador for the T20 World Cup. And a reminder, the T20 World Cup is just around the corner. Tickets are on sale, except for India, Pakistan, it seems. Uh, starting at just five bucks for kids and twenty dollars for adults at T20WorldCup.com. I can't understand why more big sporting events don't do that, especially for your kind of off-Broadway fixtures, Mm. like have tickets that price to go and watch an international competition. Bit of a no-brainer. Sydney is hosting seven matches in total, including the rematch of the 21 final between Australia and New Zealand at the SCG. Also hosting the semi-final, which, if qualified, will feature Australia. But, of course, it's all going to play out, so we'll wait and see. Hey, um, we're just out here, thanks to J.K. They've posted something on their Instagram. Um, We mentioned it before. Uh, You in the Nines jersey. I've just had another look at it. That is the look of a man who has got himself into something that he really, <laughs> perhaps, shouldn't have, and he was Matt, having a moment where nope. he realised it at the time nope. with the state. Yes, nope. yes. I was super
4: confident. Were what you? I was
3: doing. What about three minutes before you ran out <laughs> for the game? Who would you play again? Who, who? What was the game against? Penrith. Against Penrith. Yeah.
4: It was only one game Did you played. Yeah. No, what? we played two. Oh, okay, and we I'm played sorry. the Warriors. Oh, cool. Small, small, small units. In that team. <laughs> More small units. Did you make a tackle? Yep. I did? F- I tackled Villiame on the try line once. Got a photo of it On the try line? Once. He carried you over the try yeah, line? Pretty much. <laughs> and then everyone jumped on and eventually he got tired. Is he... Uh, he looks like a big unit when he walks on, onto the field or runs onto the field. Like when you're actually out there and he's running at you. How... Oh, he's bigger. <laughs> he's bigger. Yeah. He's big as the all-terrain Jaco. He's a big man. He's a big man. Did you walk off the field that day and think, thank God I'm not a meme. <laughs> that was my one and only thing. I mean, everyone's like, oh, how good it'll be to score? No. I'm going to walk off alive did and you not become an internet sensation. Did you not walk off and go, I'm not doing that ever again? Or, oh, maybe I could be tested. Eh, maybe I've got one more left in me. No. <laughs> Everyone thinks they've always got one more game left. Yeah, yeah, we've spoken that about this. That was it. This. You were like at the end of
3: your Swans career,
4: you were gone. You, yep. were, you were, out. I tapped out. Tapped out. But if we've got an academy training session, there's like a local men's team training. It's good. I've got no. They're like, oh, why don't you go and have a run, and kick around? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I have well, absolutely no interest in playing footy. Isn't ever. That it's weird so that good. It leaves you. And it feels like great. That. What? What? Like it's great so good.
3: I was a rubbish soccer player, but I like to that go on a Saturday Arbo, <laughs> Saturday Arbo and play with my mates AL3s. No. And I drive past now and I go, I wish I could still play, but uh, uh, obviously... Uh,
4: if I drive past and it's um, what are they? Southern Power or something down yeah. in the Shire, oh, they might, oh, why don't you come and do a bit of pre-season and then you might want to play. Nope. Gibbo, yeah, bring you in here. like you. Uh, He's a weekend warrior. Rugby union weekend player.
5: Weekend warrior. Midweek but warrior.
3: It, is it... <laughs> You were saying a couple of weeks ago there's a hint of a a code switch. You're available. You're Mm. open to offers, Mm. are you not?
5: Yeah, well, me and a couple of my mates have been talking about potentially playing Aussie rules down on the northern beaches of Sydney somewhere. But after watching that game of footy last night, I was sort of like, oh, I do like playing footy. I think just because my club that I play for is Folding, well, if it's not folding this year, it should fold because we, <laughs> like we went from You're having, giving
4: them the full support of the board?
5: Oh, look, I mean, it, COVID really sucked for a lot of people and it sucked for a lot of sporting clubs. Like, numbers across the board are down. This year, it wasn't helped by the weather. There was no trainings. There were no games. And unfortunately, our club, which had two great teams, two Colts teams, now has to borrow players from the other team to play one game of footy. And like, oh, yeah. I mean, look, I'm not good, but I don't want to play Mark around footy, let's be serious. So yeah That could
4: bring that could bring me out of retirement.
5: Oh for sure. Well where, where did you Gibbo play? Playing on over the wheel? play Gibbo playing AFL with Gibo. Oh yeah. <laughs> well it. I'm playing in a charity AFL game in two weeks in Henson Park. So oh, yeah. yeah Is that the
4: one that Elbow plays in? Yeah, oh, the it one is. that Albo plays in. Yeah. yeah. It is. Yeah, You're gonna deck he's... the Prime Minister, right? You You've Gibbo? seen what nah. Prime Ministers do to people in when they try and play sport. Well I don't Remember think Albo... I don't think game? Albo's is
5: playing this year round. He played oh, is he too busy now? No, oh, look well, at I me. He's too I'm, busy.
4: Look me. I'm too busy to get around there.
5: I played a couple of years ago with him in it, and he takes it very seriously. And he he's does. Like, he's got a bit of size behind him, so you want to try and get out of his way. But he does. Yeah.
3: He looks like he's like five no. Foot six.
5: No, I, I don't mean size, height wise. But okay. I mean, I mean like no, he's got a bit of muscle behind his. Uh, belly. No, he's
3: he's got on that diet. He went on the liquid diet, I think, and he's. He, He's a shadow of himself.
5: Oh, okay, basically, well, he can hide not. behind
3: telegraph poles.
5: Yeah, well, I think so. he'll be there, but I'm not sure that he'll be playing. But go to a
3: Gang of You's concert, he you can go and play in an <laughs> AFL footy game, can't <laughs> he? Well, Honestly. he was
5: standing at the bleachers, mate. He should have been down with the punters in the uh, mosh pit of Gang should of
3: You's moshing it. Um, I'm not sure Alba's doing that. With uh, are you going to play in that one, Nick? What's that? That charity game.
4: What's it for?
5: Well, what do well, I win? It so like golf? it's for um, it's for Rec It's a charity. Australia-wide charity that brings sports and arts to disadvantaged communities. Uh, It's been going for about four or five years, this charity game, and it stemmed from in Melbourne where it's a huge fixture. I think they play at Victoria Park at 16,000. The Sydney version of it is played at Henson Park. And it's in two weeks, Nick. So you Is haven't it? really been to any trainings. I mean, I, I don't assume you've been to any a, trainings. Surely I could get a. Surely
4: I could get a. Surely I could get a start.
5: Well, they try and keep a pretty community. So look, I, I wouldn't vouch for you, but I mean, there's a chance you might be able to. I like
3: your. Training. I like your mindset, Nick. Charity game. What's in it for me? <laughs>
5: <laughs> great mate. charity golf events. Yeah,
3: exactly. Oh, I win.
4: Yeah, great, great.
3: Well, Gibbo, good oh, luck man. kicking a Sharon. I just Point want to kick missing, a goal so this year. I
5: just want to kick yeah. a goal. I've been close the last couple of years. I've sort of gone out on the Saturday, which doesn't help because it's Saturday, Sunday afternoon. But this year I've made it my goal. I'm still going to go out on Saturday, but I, <laughs> just, want to kick, I just want to kick a goal. That's all I want to do.
4: Get on the waters. Nah. nah. Going to
5: nah, camp gotta, or something
4: like that. Nah,
3: nah. You've anyway. still got
5: to have fun on Saturday
3: lock yourself in a Jayco the night before and then get out all fresh the next morning. Uh, We're off to a quick break on the Mowers Club. Thanks to Torah Mowers out here at the Hawkesbury Lifestyle and Leisure Show. Thanks to Jayco Sydney. We're back in a moment. It's that moment. Here it comes. Yeah, nah. Nick's talked it up. He better deliver. And welcome back to the show. And uh, just before we get to, yeah, nah, text on the text line, Nick, uh, I am from Southern Power and I'm on my way to our first, uh, our final today out at Blacktown. Could have probably used you, mate, uh, from
4: Nathan. Nathan, good luck. He's the open time. Southern Power Boys. Cash they're, they're, money. I'm not far from Blacktown. <laughs> bit, no, exactly.
3: Come up with a bit of folding, Nathan. You could have uh, yeah. N. Davis, late inclusion. Could you
4: rattled the tin around at the, <laughs> in the change rooms before the game.
3: No, but good luck to everyone. Uh, there's a stack oh, yeah. of uh, footy finals, soccer finals, finals netball finals. It's finals day, basically, as spring is around the corner, even though it's still about 12 degrees. It's but where you make your life. What's that? In finals. What? Make your life? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you did. <laughs> you did. Not, not sure that uh, playing AL3s is going to change your life if you win a grand final, but um, maybe if you happen to fluke a couple of goals against Geelong in a semi-final, it might uh, add an extra zero, exactly. which
1: it did, didn't it,
3: Nicholas? Okay, we've waited a while. Here we go. It's time for... Yeah, no. Nah. Yeah,
1: no. Nah. No, nah, yeah, no, nah, yeah, no.
3: Nah. Now, I've, I'm basically getting out the way here. Because Nick Davis rolled in here just before the show today. Out here, thanks to Jaco Sidney, mm-hmm. Hawkesbury Leisure Show. And he said, I've got the greatest, greatest yen. We've been doing this segment for about 18 months. This is it. As so long as we're doing the show. And he believes he has got something that tops everything that we've ever done before in this particular segment. The yen, the premise is something you've noticed that is just
4: uh, not right. Nah. No. Not right. Not a happening. It, I'm so confident this is the greatest. Gibbo, drum roll please. No, we're no I'm going to build up. No, I've got a few. I'm not going to start with the best one. Oh, damn. Have you got any first? Huh? Have you got any though? I oh, just thought I heard in the news before La Nina. Yeah. La Nina is now a. It's actually going to happen, isn't it? It's we're going to get rain all summer again. Uh. Do, 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 do these Jokos, do they float? <laughs>
3: Far out! Give us some sun. Anyway, that's all I had. I really. thought you had one more. No, well Oh, <laughs> I'm a, l- a little questionable of GWS Giants, and they're a good club inside yeah. the club. They're they're a good club. I'm just wondering why they need to have their end of season awards about as far away from the West of Sydney as you could possibly get. You can see the water pretty much well. Where was Where it was the they? Ivy. At the Ivy, Real Western Sydney. That's not Western Sydney. Support local business.
1: Yeah no, nah, no nah,
4: yeah no yeah no. Nah.
3: Got to be west of Concord. Okay. Anyway. All
4: right, let me build this up. My first one, I'm yeah naring the lady that's suing Nick Kyrgios. Come on, lad. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> so what there well, was, halfway through the match, Nick,
3: as Nick does, just totally lost his mind and looked for things that were going wrong. And this woman was supporting him but annoying him at the same time. And she has turned around. And I, I do love the, the statement, I'm not litigious, but dot, dot, dot. And the explanation is two months later I've finally woken up and realised that I want to sue the guy.
4: Mm. Someone's got in their ear and going, hey, listen, you want to go and buy a Jaco? You go, hit it. Yeah. Nah. Cool. So there's the first one. Let me go to the notes. Second one. This is a big yeah, nah. I was driving into work the other day along past Brighton. Tandem bikes. <laughs> if you can't Ride a bike by yourself.
3: T- tandem bikes. <laughs> Seriously, if you can't ride a bike by yourself, understandable if Which physical but, aid is needed. Yeah.
4: Oh, the kids ones and that, but this is adults functioning. functioning. <laughs> yeah,
3: I, I agree. I agree. Is it, your thought the same as mine that if, if we're
4: riding a tandem bike, would you be the front or the back? <laughs> oh, don't know, Nick. <laughs> it's a very tempting thought. <laughs> Not sure. I'll well, tandem, is there a tandem bike stall out here? <laughs> it's so funny if someone just rides past. Here comes a sausage dog. <laughs> if someone, comes, cause someone might come <laughs> past on my next one too. So, so I've got tandem bikes and I'm going to double that up before you hit the air. Yeah, now with rollerblades. You don't look yeah, no nah. one <laughs> cool. No one's cool rollerblades. 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 Very 90s, weren't they? You give me the best rollerblader ever I used to look cool. No. They're so Rollerblades. There was a weird
3: scene in the 90s, actually. A mate of mine told me about it. He was walking down, a big rugby league fan. Mm. He walked down, walked down George Street, and there used to be like a, a crew of people that used to rollerblade through the city. And like, they were experts. Like they a were, flash mob? Yeah, like a flash mob of rollerbladers. <laughs> and in that group, I kid you not. It was Elbow. Was Ellery Hanley.
4: Ellery Hanley!
3: One of the greatest. The Wigan Flyer! One of the greatest rugby league players in the, the history Wigan of the Flyer. sport. Rollerblading. It looked like he was playing on rollerblades. That's how fast he went. In bike pants. <laughs> <laughs> and bike pants with Ellery as well. There's a few things happening. But <laughs> rollerblades down George
4: Street. I Imagine if you, you saw Wally Lewis doing it. <laughs> the Brisbane people, S-E-N-Q. Uh, there, are, there are certain... when we've, Before I, I digress to the best year that's no, ever happened. It's building up to it. It's building up to it. There are certain sports and certain things that you do in leisure that you don't need to get in full kit to do (laughs) rollerblading is one of them (laughs) biking is like road biking you're not in the tour de france (laughs) (laughs) you don't need the full lycra on just go in your trackies and a hoodie wow you don't t-shirt oh whatever it's cold cold, anyway we digress here it is set the scene (laughs) Build-up.
3: It's a
1: big build-up.
4: When you are, and I'll give a couple of scenarios here. Like, hotels, it's a bit of a breakfast thing. But when they've got, right, the tubs of the small little butters. Yes. And they're there sitting next to dinner rolls or next to the the toaster and, and stuff like that at a hotel or... Airport lounges and stuff like that. Yeah. When the butter is cold and frozen yeah. and you can't then spread it on your toast. <laughs> that is the greatest yeah nah in the history of the world. The little tub of butter when you pull the top off it and you go to put it on the knife and it just <laughs> it, it, it's, putting what's it. What's that it? sword? <laughs> Sword, Excalibur's sword. It just sticks in there, and then you pull the knife out. Even it's got this chunk of butter on the knife. You can't spread. And you can't spread it, and it just chunks. It just tears a <laughs> hole in your toast. And then, you know, like, oh, I really want. I've, I've stood here for eight minutes to watch my toaster go through this toasting thing. It takes forever. By the way. Those can improve. <laughs> they can improve.
1: They can be a little they're, bit faster. They, they're like batteries. They should run them out. them
4: in some of the Jayco's, they'd have faster toasters than that. Seriously. So you've stood there for eight minutes while everyone's crumpet and stuff is falling out. You're like, oh, okay. And then you're like, i oh, go to spread it. <laughs> Frozen butter. And then you're like, oh, I've waited this long. <laughs> Cereal doesn't look that great. And then you start trying to spread it. Drips your toaster shreds. It's the biggest year now. Why does it need to be cold and frozen? What about a hack if that happens? Now, I'm not saying it should no, happen. Don't, I know I know where you're going. You don't put it underneath or between your toast to warm it up. I've done that. You try and <laughs> it doesn't warm work. it up. No, because it goes melted too much. <laughs> yes. And you, by the time you get to spread it, and you're like, oh, I've got nicely spread butter now on my toast. Toast is cold. <laughs> so any establishment that serves the little tubs of butter... Frozen or cold, that you cannot spread on your toast, crumpet, or whatever you want to spread your butter on. Gibbo, hit it! It is yeah. the world's biggest. No. yeah, no, it is. It deserves to. <laughs> it it's is. the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Did this
3: happen at the golf day yesterday when you <laughs> got it?
4: Sit down. hundred percent, didn't it? You sat down and they just pulled it out of the fridge. Maybe the freezer. The We've butter got- out of the fridge. The little tubs of butter. They need to be in a warm. Well, no, it just can't be cold. So it's not as bad. But you can't spread it. It's not as bad on the toast. Because would at love least toast. the toast,
3: is, huh. a young lady, would love toast. Yeah, She'd absolutely. be up very upset. She, she, she had vegemite toast this morning for breakfast. Absolutely. When you can't spread the butter, when the little. Can I just say that's the greatest water bottle I've ever seen in my
4: life? Show me. That's a palm tree. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's not water in there. Ah. <laughs> is that water in there? It's, yeah. Yeah. Is that Mum's water
3: bottle? <laughs> that <would laughs> bucks. Is that a daiquiri? No. You'll learn about a bit later on. <laughs> oh. oh, cool. Oh, I'm going to get myself one of them. We digress. Great radio, by the way. We're just describing things. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, Sounds like I actually agree. I Isn't, 100- it? Isn't it? I wholeheartedly agree. It's the agree. world's biggest yammer. Yeah, nah. So if you're working in hospitality, hospitality, if you do know that you're serving these things, maybe just get them out of the fridge an hour before they're there. Get served. them at room temperature. <laughs> Did you peg your red oh. <laughs> roll? would have something? killed someone. Because? <laughs> I wasn't going to peg the dinner roll. Yeah, first world problems here. You know, when you come off that golf course, when you play around a round of golf or wherever, and you go into a function and you are starving dinner roll the dinner roll looks like a plate of caviar like it, it, you cannot put a value on that dinner roll
4: cannot yeah, <laughs> it's like oh this is the greatest thing ever and you sit oh, down and you just want to put a little bit get of butter your on a little it. squarey thing of butter <laughs> and it's frozen
3: i will say though that at least the toast there's a chance that it could nah, it, rips, you, it rips it rips to shreds but you no you go into a crumpet with hard butter <laughs> That's not a metaphor. You go into a crumpet or a a bread a soft bread roll. It oh. is no hope. No hope. You're getting the 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 square of no. hard butter with a little bit of like mm. bread on it. You say, oh, I'll just eat
4: the The square frozenness of, of the butter compared to the warmth of the toast. It when It doesn't match up because you can just leave it, sit it on there, but it never melts in time for the toast to still be warm. I'm just trying to think of another hack. Could you go and get a? You could put it good. through. You could put it through the toaster
3: could <laughs> blow the toaster up. Could you go and get a hot cup of water out of the coffee and tea stand oh, and place, hell. <laughs> place the butter?
5: Do I really <laughs> want to? Eat? I'm just going to
4: have a dry dinner roll. Oh, Anyone out there, Oh, four, five, seven, seven, three, six, seven, three, six. are you with me? Sharky. I can't see. Sharky from now, it
3: hasn't caught in a while. And Sharky, good to hear from you, mate. You, you've got a take on this problem.
7: The size of the thing, mate. It wouldn't even put it, butter half a thing of toast, mate. Who's the you mate that size up? That bloke deserves to be fired. There's got to be an investigation. Like, who in their right mind makes something that small? <laughs>
6: <laughs> that it's
3: is that small? It's profit margins, though.
4: What's your Sharky. what's your tub of butter to piece of toast ratio, Shark Man? Is it two tubs per piece of toast? <laughs>
7: Well, it was bloody hard. You need about four. <laughs> <laughs>
4: it's hard you do need four. Because you just sort of try and take little bits off the <laughs> edge that
7: have started to melt a little bit. <laughs> and, and, guys, it's holy toast. It's, got, it's been blessed by God or someone yeah. full of bloody holes. More holes than Swiss cheese. <laughs> let's just eat God. it I guess. And hey, Sharky. You know
2: k-
3: quick one, yeah?
7: You know thing. Just on your versus winning the comp there, Nicky, I've got something for you, bar.
3: Yeah, what?
4: nah. Yeah, oh, nah, I love yeah, the nah.
7: things, brother.
3: <laughs> yeah, hit a Gibbo. It deserves it. That.
4: How about new? Dutch bastard. <laughs> that too. That too. Thanks, Sharky,
3: man. Sharky, good luck to your Sharkies uh, later on today. They're t- playing the Dogs. That's His tonight. Sun's come out. Yeah, yeah right.
4: it is a Shark Park. Andrew Fafita's last home game True. potentially. Potentially, if they get the final there. Trot down. We're off to a
3: quick break on uh, the Mowers Club. Back in a moment.
2: Whether you need to trim, blow, cut, or mow, there's a Toro for everyone. This is the Saturday Morning Mowers Club on SEN with Adam Peacock and Nick Davis.
3: Yeah, welcome back. I should have mentioned earlier in the show, Nick, last half hour, I'm going to do the, the, the five must-dos for lawn. I checked in with my good mate, um, Grego, who yeah. is a lawn fiend. So it's time to get active, fertilise. It we is. mentioned it last week, but I've got the top five. The definitive list, Nicholas. I'll do that later in the show as well. We're here uh, with, thanks to Jaco Sydney, some magnificent um, leisure products that they've got to stick to the back of your car and go anywhere in this great land of ours. We're at the Hawkesbury Lifestyle and Leisure Show. Uh, quick one on the AFL footy next weekend, Nick. So bye for the men's this week in terms of before the finals. The Swans going to head to Melbourne after it swapped around last week. The Swans yeah. didn't beat St Kilda by enough. Melbourne did a number on Brisbane. What has that change for the Swans ahead of, uh, instead of
4: playing SCG to MCG? Uh, just the starting price, really. <laughs> <laughs> the SP? Uh, yeah, just the SP. Oh, look, I th- a little bit. Uh, different dimensions of ground, SCG, MCG. Yep. Uh, Melbourne were really impressive. Uh, so sometimes when you, you, you sit in that third, fourth spot and you go and play in an a way qualifying final, the, the pressure comes off a little bit. Uh, you can go there, you, you go away, it's a free hit. Yep. Basically, because you know, if you if you do lose that game, you come back and, and you get another, and you get another go. So the the pressure is on the the teams first and second. It's their home game. Uh, so third and fourth, uh, the Swans can go down there with a little bit less pressure on. And you know, if you come away with a the win there, you you come back home in two weeks' time to uh, to play. Yeah, it's happened for quick. the grand
3: final. One win, all of a sudden you've got a prelim at home mm. at the SCG, mm-hmm. so it um, could work out well for the Swans. It all starts the uh, AFL men's final. Um, Brisbane taking on Richmond on a Thursday, Thursday night at the Gabba. And Richmond, I reckon, given how it went for Brisbane last weekend, will all like their chances where they've won a grand final before. Of course, on that ground. Now, uh, the Sydney Swans will make their debut in the AFLW yep. this afternoon. Bing Lee, proud spo- uh, sponsor of the AFLW Swans. Bing Lee, better living every day. Um, how do you reckon they'll go, Nick? How many have come through the academy? It's really early days of the academy, and I take the, yep. the I55 out of you yep. a fair bit about um, the growth of this sport, yep. but how, how well set up are they for the quick turnaround to get this team out on the. Yeah, it's been quick, it's way. been
4: nine weeks. Uh, since the the squad was put together, um, drafts and whatnot for the for the staff and the and the girls to to get a, a, a team and a game plan done. Uh, they they work really hard. I've I've been able to um, be out there and do a little bit of work with them, and they they, they work extremely hard. They they play for the right reasons. They're, they they love the game. Uh, they're eager to learn, uh, and I'm looking forward to seeing how uh, Brooke Lachlan and the and the girls can go out there. It's uh it's going to be exciting. Look, North Sydney Oval. It's a I mean, pretty good size for for AFLW. To hopefully the the weather stays good there, you can get and collect. I think they have given away hampers out the front. You can sit on the hill there. Hopefully, there's one left there when I can, when I get there.
3: Hey, um, what is the expectation? It- for the Swans and the, all these new clubs coming in, is it a factor of oh, well, the established clubs are going to dominate and it's going to be uh, playing catch up? These, oh, look, these there, was, clubs, there was a
4: bit was more it? of dispersion of talent okay. uh, with the with the new four new clubs coming in. So, unlike your butter; they were able to. spread uh, the, Unlike their <laughs> butter, the butter. The the players went frozen into their teams; so they were able to spread themselves <laughs> out across the. Uh, so the the Swans have got a uh, a fairly young crew, as you would you would think, being a, the one of the newest clubs in. But they've got some uh, some experienced. Uh, players there that will hold them in good stead. I'm looking forward to seeing
3: how they go. That's all thanks to Bing Lee, proud sponsor of the AFLW Swans and supporter of women in sport. Bing Lee, better living every day. Off to a quick break to wrap up the second hour of the Mowers Club. Thanks to Toro.
2: (laughs) Whether you need to trim, blow, cut or mow, there's a Toro for everyone. This is the Saturday Morning Mowers Club on SEN with Adam Peacock and Nick Davis.
3: Yeah, we're out at the Hawkesbury Lifestyle and Leisure Show thanks to Jayco Sydney. And Nick, uh, you don't strike me as a man who will just
4: put something to the back of his car and get around Australia. However, you have come, you have come been, up with this. You have noticed a and little invention. A little invention. And our friends at Jayco might need to have this attachment to their Jayco. Something, maybe a drawer that you can pull this out. A snackle box.
3: Snackle box?
4: A snackle box. What's that? So when you're out and you're away and you've got your Jayco and you might be going to do a little bit of fishing with the Jayco parked up, the thing, you've got a snackle box. So instead of the tackle in there, it's snacks, <laughs> chorizo, chippies, an unused one, cheese, nuts, olives, yeah. more cheese. You haven't eaten this morning, have you? No, I'm, gonna, I'm about to. <laughs> I'm going to move the fast forward. The fast forward is coming forward. The, forward, the fast is coming fast forward. Because there's Hungry Jacks just down the road. I saw it. I <laughs> walked up. <laughs> <you laughs> I drove faster.
5: There,
1: 12 o'clock, <laughs> it would have been inhaled. So I'm no. going to
4: walk around here in the news and see if anyone's got a snackle box. And if they don't. There could be a market for it. Here comes the news
3: final hour on the way. Uh, We've got Tristan Merlihan, uh, Wiz Freeman to join us to talk a bit of uh, rugby league and also those top five lawn tips, the must-dos ahead of spring.
2: Need to trim, blow, cut or mow? There's a Toro for everyone. Welcome to the Saturday Morning Mowers Club on SEN with Adam Peacock and Nick Davis.
3: Yeah, good to have your company. We're out at uh, the Hawkesbury Lifestyle and Leisure Show, thanks to Jaco Sydney. And, uh, yes, the um, it seems the palm tree water bottles are a big hit with the crew here at Jaco Sydney. Yes, they've uh, gone and purchased a couple. Mortgaged the house to go and do so, but uh, <laughs> they've gone and purchased a couple. Now <laughs> They're heading out to sell more Jacos as we speak. 15 bucks a pop for a water bottle. Whew. It's, it's a palm coming. tree water bottle, though. Yeah, <laughs> well. Uh, so, rugby league. Charges are through from last oh. night. <laughs> and Jarrah where Hargraves has well, got off, if you like to say that, for his little uh, angry moments with a $3,000 fine. But Lindsay Collins, yeah, for the hip drop tackle, four matches. I would love to see the immediate reaction of one Trent Robinson when that news came through. <laughs> Is there a mushroom cloud over Bondi right now, or can we see it from out here at Hawkesbury?
4: Well, the great man... Is it's his pick actually in our fantasy football draft at the moment, Trent? So he's got a lot on his plate. I'm pretty sure his pick in the fantasy football NFL draft is Trent Robbo. Yeah, <laughs> he won it last year. Of course he did. He's a super coach. <laughs> it's
3: fair enough. <laughs> Why'd you invite him? Anyway, now joining us now to talk more about this, and back by popular demand, he's going to be part of the SEN team for the blockbuster between the Gold Coast Titans and Newcastle tomorrow. Gary Wiz Freeman joins us again. Wiz, I don't know if you caught that, mate, about uh, the four weeks offered for Lindsay Collins for a hip drop tackle. Your immediate reaction to that?
7: Mate,
6: look, you've actually got to prove that the players are doing this deliberately. And if they are, uh, absolutely it should be outlawed. But uh, as I said to the boys before when we're doing a game, we should actually take it a bit further. And we should really line up all our wrestling coaches and say, if this happens... And you're teaching this. A, you're going to get five, or B, if this keeps happening in the game, you won't be part of rugby league anymore. Well, we've got to take a stand. Like, we started off with wrestling and all that sort of carry-on, and I understand holding the ball up and holding the players up, but then they come up with all these new tackles and you can do the chicken wing and the, the fried chicken wing or whatever you want to call it. But they, in the end, it shouldn't be in our game. And it's taken away from the Victor Radleys, who do put on those great hits, that he has now had to try and curtail what he's doing because every time he tries to put a B hit in and, and the player drops down low and he keeps going that where he's supposed to be, he gets in trouble for it. So, you know, if, these, if, if you want to be brutally honest and if the NRL want to come out and, and make a stand, they need to say something and go, you know, whoever's been teaching this, we've got an issue with you. And if every club's teaching it, we've got a massive issue with every club. Now, I'm yeah. not saying every club is, but the fans out there are believing this is what's happening in the game. And, you know, the, the fans that talk to me are disappointed that they A, see these sorts of tackles when that person goes in nice and low. Um, I did hear that uh, information about Jared Warrior Hargraves. I was still struggling to come up with why he went to the bin. Got too. I watched angry. that game live. I, too I, physical. I don't know why he. Sorry? I,
4: I think, I think uh, the referee might have. It was a. Uh... Preventative Locked measure control. from further blow-ups, which, which probably is not the Locked best control. way to referee a game of NRL. But.
6: Uh, uh, mate, it, it, there was what Jared did, he took on big Nelson. He, he absolutely hammered him with one of the best tackles ever. And the players got upset because the players nowadays are indicating to the referee whether there's a high tackle or not a high tackle. And I don't know if you've noticed, boys, but in the game from about five weeks ago, they have absolutely changed the way we are refereeing. They've gone from picking on every single high tackle above the shoulders, which they should do, protect the players as much as you can. But that tackle last night on Big Nelson wasn't even high. So I, I as an ex-player, and people do say, oh, you're old wiz and all that sort of stuff. I'm just telling you, there's no need for him to go to the bin. If the referee should have just calmed everyone down and said, mate, there's no wrong with the tackle. And I'll tell you what, the players would have gone, oh, okay, sweet, move on. I, mean, no I, think the,
4: I think the microphones might have picked up the ref, even saying, oh, I think when uh, James Tedesco went and questioned the the referee of why he was going to the bin, I think the referee said it wasn't for the tackle, it was for the work he did on the ground.
6: Oh, please. Please. Well, the the only reason there is that because he put his chin on Nelson's head. But I could show you five, six, seven other tackles in the game where players are putting heads on head. Now, if that's Mm. what players are being taught, I I, I, I don't know. I I, I beg to, to... believe what we were actually trying to create. here, Because the game last night was the most physical game I've seen. They were out there. It was like a semi-final game. No inch was given. Um, and the forwards had a real... But what about when Victor Radley, guys? Got... Just to jump off here. What when Victor grabbed Big Nelson by the throat? Yeah. Do you remember that? <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, Nothing. Yeah, so, nothing happens. So, you, you, are you telling me now that the game is saying you, you can push a player over, get penalised, you can take someone out, get penalised. You can grab someone by the throat, and nothing is said. Mm. That, so they, yeah, they leave themselves exposed all the time, mate. Oh, they just drive me insane.
3: I was I'm with Nick though that it felt like that that decision to send Jared to the to the bin was a diffuser was a diffuser rather than a uh, combustible outcome ahead of the combustible outcome. But just back to the Lindsay Collins tackle was um we've yep. been told that everyone is taught break the posture, break the posture. It, it feels like as soon as, I, I, I don't know a quick way around it. Like, obviously, it's going to take more to, to, to work around techniques and, and all of that. That's a long-term solution with, with um, tackling yeah, coaches absolutely. or defensive coaches, whatever. But the here and now, so it doesn't happen in the next couple of weeks, do, do referees maybe, when, when a player's held up in those tackles and they're wrapping the ball up the upper body, that they may need to be a bit quicker on the whole uh, the, the, the held call? Um, but then that well, negates well, the, the, the battle of trying to get away for an offload. It's a hard one to try and get around
6: quickly. Yeah, the poor refs are damned if they do, they're damned if they don't, because then the player will well, I'm trying to offload the ball, and he does, and then he goes back, <laughs> excuse me, lads, and then he has to play the ball, and then it looks like they were going to make a break. So, yeah, the poor refs are put right in the middle. I think it's got to come off from high above, mate. We, we, you know, the game's got to take a stand. It's got to come from the NRL. i just got to say, this is outlawed and everyone keeps teaching this, mate, there's going to be massive fines for you. If they are teaching, I don't know if they are, but I keep mm. hearing the stories that people are being taught. This. I, I, mate, I couldn't wrestle myself out of a wet paper bag, mate, <laughs> let alone try and wrestle people on the ground. I was happy to make a tackle one day a week. And that was all good.
3: <laughs> hey, um, it, it's something that the Warriors are going through that at the end of the season cannot come quick enough. Can you see this club in the next couple of years turning it around the way it's set up at the moment? Obviously, the, the last couple of no. years have been so hard. They got absolutely pumped again last night. What, what's the way forward for the poor old Warriors?
6: Uh, mate, to be brutally honest, if, if, you know, in my opinion, I think it, I, the, the one thing I look at Craig Bellamy's side, and if you go back when they lost all their points, they come out and made a statement, we're still going to have a go. We're still going to uh, try and win every single game, which they did. Um, even though they, they got docked all those points, they still come out and played with enthusiasm and commitment every week. When you look at that warrior side in the last couple of weeks and the points that have been put on them, there is no commitment. There's no dedication, and it's disappointing that the quality of player that's in that side is not standing up. Um, Toe Harris is trying really, really hard. A couple Papa, Papa Lee, um, who comes off the bench, he's only a young kid. He's trying really hard, uh, but me. Other than that, they just make so many mistakes. Like, it, it's, I, I, I don't know. it seems like it's ingrained that a player in that side will make three, four, five mistakes per game. And you know yourself, lads. In the NRL, you, you, you can afford to make maybe seven a game if, if you're lucky. But after that, mate, the, the alarm bells have to start ringing. And, you know, uh, Webster, who's going to go in there, I, I think he's going to have to make some changes. I, I said this was when Stacey did take over that. The opportunities now is to make a statement with the Warriors and put some young kids in, but I don't think they've got enough young kids coming through. They got to get their, they got to get the foundation right back in New Zealand, and the big thing about New Zealand Rugby League and the Warriors combining together, they got their juniors up and running, which should have been done years ago, and they need to have a side in the New South Wales competition if they want to compete longer term in the NRL. With today's
4: games, there's a few that uh, that are really going to shape the eight. Uh, the Sharks, if they can get a win against the Doggies, gives them a chance to get into the top two. But probably the biggest one off the last night's result, with the Roosters winning, is the South Cowboys game. South, they can't win this one, and uh, and the Raiders can get the win against the Bo- oh, Manly this week. Um, uh, it's going to put a big emphasis on that Rooster South game next weekend. Oh, it is mate,
6: but I think that the biggest story here is. Without doubt, do the Broncos miss out and the Raiders jump in if they win two more games? That's the biggest question mark now, hanging over the, and the Brisbane side. They've had a stack of points put on at the same time. Um, they've gone from playing some fantastic football. They are missing uh, Carrigan, and I think he's, he's a big a part of their reason why they've gone so well, and he holds them together like glue,
2: because they
6: had nothing. I know Adam went off the field, the, young, the halfback. Um, they, they really missed him. Um, but look, if the Raiders win, I, mean, I think Brisbane are in massive, massive dramas. And I know that Cronulla, if they want a really good shot at this title, they gotta, they got to hang in the top four and hang about that and make sure if they get there, they get two shots at the title.
3: And what about Parra and Melbourne? Melbourne, OK, it's a six-day turnaround, but still, that was so physical. Like you mentioned before, it was like a finals match. It was oh, probably the most physical match outside Origin yep. 3 of the season. Um, what do you make of who wins out of that one? Because there's a bit on the line there.
6: Mate, I-, I will never doubt Craig Bellamy's ability to get his players up for the following week, that's for sure. He'll be seething that they lost that game against the Roosters. He'll be angry that big Nelson gave away penalties that he just know that he should have done. I don't know if you saw the, the vision of Craig when Nelson gave away that penalty. I won't. Have to, I can't repeat what he said because you'll probably cut me off straight away. But <laughs> the big thing about it is that he knows how to get them up for the big games. And that Parramatta game is going to be absolutely huge, mate. Huge game. Um, Parramatta go into it, you know, with everyone virtually fully fit, you know, not battered and bruised in the game they played. But, you know, I just don't doubt what uh, the, the Storm could do. I, it, me, I'm a, I am like having a bet now and then. And, uh, I, mate, I'll be going for the Storm against Parramatta.
3: Hey, and one to, to leave you with, Wiz, um, last night Craig Bellamy couldn't face the press because he had a, a migraine, which is terrible. They're awful things, migraines. And it might Absolutely, have been from mate, something he saw on the pitch, i.e. The, 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 on the field, that his team got beaten. <coughs> who, is, who is the yeah. coach that the Wiz would have given the most migraines to back in the day?
6: I think uh, I think all the coaches that had me had migraines at some stage of their career going through it, mate. But uh, I, I think uh, probably Warren Ryan, I think the first 12 weeks that he had me in reserve grade, he... I think I was going up and asking every week, can you put me in, can you put me in, can you just give me a chance? And he said, no, no, you've got to learn how to play. And, uh, and in the end, he was 100% right. I had to learn how to adapt and play the way that had to change over here. But uh, I think all my, all my uh, uh, earlier coaches, I think they had plenty of migraines and they probably wondered how the hell I got so far in this, in this competition.
3: Well, you did, mate. You did, and you ended up with a, a Dahlia medal uh, at the end of it all. Um, Gary Freeman, really appreciate your time again on the Mowers Club, mate. Um, go well, enjoy the weekend, and look forward to your call, uh, part of the call tomorrow at Titans in the night. Yeah, mate,
6: look, you can let me that guy's Mowers Club number. I'll, I'll give him a call and see what he can um, supply me here, because I've got a bit of land to start chopping down.
3: Hit up Toro. We'll get the sales department in touch as uh, well, to mate. It. Thank yes,
6: you. Go, baby. Go to the and we can spice, give, we can give you a
4: caravan too, with Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
3: with mate, good mate, stuff. I'm,
6: mate, the way I'm going, I'll be living in a caravan shortly. Don't worry about that. I'm available for that too. <laughs> Nothing Go wrong with j. that. Go j See, See you, boys. Gary Freeman joining
3: us. Thanks, mate. Uh, off to a quick break on the Moles Club. Back with Tristan Mullahan in a moment with our stupid multi and the rest. Yeah, I don't think that match is going to be the reincarnation in the 1987 grand final somehow. <laughs> in terms of I love it how Tristan has
4: said the Raiders and the away team. He didn't yeah. even say me. <laughs> the bye. The away team. <laughs> verging on the bye. Playing the away team.
3: Are you angry, so welcome. Adam? About no, I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. Yeah, like be a, that a parent. Manly fans. No, I, I spotted this long before they decided to put some rainbow stripes on a jersey with this team. Long before the night that they led by 100 against North Queensland and got run down. That was the epitome of a team that is not quite on the same page. Not quite there. Not quite there. And they nearly did the same against Melbourne after it. And then I think um, not long after they went to the Dragons and got turned over on a wet night at Coggera. And, yeah, and then the rainbow. Everyone's pointing it towards the rainbow. It's just, yeah, not quite there. And they're letting their, mainly letting their most solid player of the year go in Kieran Fora.
5: How long do these scars stay, though, Adams? Because I'm sure there'll be players who played in that game, the, the Pride game, next year, who are still playing with some of the players who weren't playing and just thinking, well, we had a tilt at finals this year, a good tilt, and players are playing well. Or is that all forgotten in the wash come January at Narrabeck? You know where
4: they arise, Gibbo? Mad Monday. <laughs> Absolutely. Wow. Well, that is where they arrive. The boys have a couple seventh drink down. Yeah. And what about you? Yeah.
3: <laughs> did you ever? Did that ever happen to you at a Mad Monday, Nick? No. Get called out for your behaviour through the no. year.
4: Never. I was sick of it.
3: <laughs> I honestly believe that that is no factor for this team. So, yeah, yeah. What do you relationship?
7: No.
3: Yeah, I don't reckon it's a factor. I, I honestly believe that the, the, the way that. They work together. It, it, it's like, okay, you believed in that. Fair enough, you didn't play. The greater problem is, is who steps up for Manly when stuff doesn't go their way, which has happened at numerous times throughout the season. And time mm. and time again, it it hasn't worked out. So there's, there's, there's much more in that than there is about on the surface, oh, these seven players didn't play. They must automatically hate each other when things get tough. No, the, the, there was problems before that. And they don't have the balance of the squad right. And I don't know if Des Hasler has the cattle to be able to get out of it quickly, or he's got the coaching ability these days to actually do it. I'd like to see Des there still next season, but pressure's on. Pressure's on, definitely. What do you think of that summation, Gibbo?
5: No, that's a great summation. I wasn't sort of saying the relationships between the players. I just, I don't know, there's something wrong. There seems to be something wrong. There is,
3: definitely. But I think it emanated uh, long before that rainbow jersey. Anyway, um, lawn tips. That's what get, we do here. So, Moa's Club.
4: Okay. Gather around, people of so, the Leisure Show.
3: My mate Grego, he has got a, an Augusta lawn. Really? It is mitt. Incredible. Fantastic. All of those Give things.
4: me dimensions of the lawn. Uh, what are we talking? Big nature strip out yeah. the front.
3: And then a lawn of about oh, 8 by 10 out the front. Front. Because front, his backyard, he, he showed me the backyard, Looks like the back of a creek. It um, it doesn't get sun, especially through winter, Uh. so very hard. But the front, which he looks after, and carpet doesn't match curtains. Fantastic. Uh, (laughs) So, his tips to me, and I just checked these because he gave them to me last year, and it worked perfectly. My lawn for him, or for you, or for, for both, for me. He, he gave me these tips, and I'm going to pass them on to the greater... Well, that's what we do here. ...in public, yeah, exactly. Share club. and share alike. So my lawn went from this brown, rank-looking thing mm-hmm. to beautifully lush within months of this hat. So, first up, give it, and we say this all the time, give it a, a bit of a cut. Not a low cut. Don't have to go too high, but just give it a little
4: freshen cut. One notch. A notch, a notch. or maybe two notches higher than you normally would mow. Correct. Air rate. Air rate. After the mow. After
3: the mow, go and air rate. So go and get yourself, even if it's just a fork from um, Bunnings or Might 10 or whatever, neither of those sponsor us, so I can mention them all. Um, or well, they can. Th- there's actually a, a little special. Um, the
4: air aeration fork. Aeration
3: yeah. shoes. Aeration shoes, yes, exactly. And you can go hiking in those. What on could snow. Um, Pitching wedge? Pitching yeah. wedge. No, no, too chunky. So um, air rate. Do that, and then aerate your lawn. not long after that, check the weather forecast. You don't want the rain to fall too long after putting the weed and feed on it. Get rid mm. of all those winter weeds, the only things that can still grow in what's a dormant
4: the, soil. What's the, the, the time range between weed and, free, weed and feed and possible rain? Uh, a couple I of days? Check the
3: bottle, but I think it's a couple I of days. I think it's yeah, a couple of days. Because you don't want it to wash away. It's no. got to do
4: its work. It's got to do its work. Got to do its work. So that's but there wants to be rain, though, after that, I think. No, this is oh, okay. this is the important
3: part. Couple, uh, probably a week or two after that, fertilise.
4: Weed and feed. You don't want to fertilise a weed because you don't want more no. weeds to grow. So, weed and feed, they die. It goes brownly. It's gross.
3: Uh, not really. They just stop growing.
4: Okay, some that's of good.
3: So you can give it a little cut then, if if the grass is starting to grow again, just to make sure that the weeds after are the weed and feed, uh, if you want, it's if, that's optional. That's three A, if you like. Well, step four, we do that here. Step four is a couple of weeks later. Fertilize. I like to use the old Charlie Cup. It stinks a bit. It stinks of that's dead okay. fish. Okay. Right. People of the
4: neighbourhood know that you care about your lawn. Exactly. Exactly. People that walk past, they're like, "Huh, oh, that's the lawn that smells." He cares. Now, step five is the big one. Step
2: Especially five. Especially
4: if
3: you need, if you want some extra growth. This so let's is recap. Like, this is like going to Ashley and Martin for your lawn. Well, haven't made the call yet, Nick, but there could be call paints. going forward (laughs) however nitrogen
4: nitrogen we did hear
3: this last year nitrogen yes go and get a bag of nitrogen nice and just sprinkle it over and this is the key where do you get it from Bunnings Bunnings? yeah yeah. readily available nitrogen if you can plan it for when you are going to get a biblical dump of rain (laughs) which well (laughs) big possibility in Sydney every six hours You go and put that nitrogen and it rains within hours. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, that lawn of yours within a week is going to look like Magnolia Lane.
4: It is going to look so damn good. Nitrogen. Green, growing quickly. What if you wait for it to start raining and then you're out there doing the nitrogen? uh, Yeah,
3: Uh, you want it you want it you want want a little bit in in there and and then then rain and then it waters it in nitrogen like you can stand there like an idiot with a hose for ages and it like what you can do over three hours can be done from upstairs in ten minutes well I love that sort of stuff yeah
4: what nitrogen less is more (laughs) that's your caper (laughs) part of my rules so (laughs) I'm I'm heading out to the rules Gibbo (laughs) they're the they're the uh, the
3: lawn tips Um, if you do a, a word of warning if you do uh, use nitrogen. Oh, here we go. T's and C's. Terms Make and sure your Toro is
4: working because you'll be cutting a lot. But do we need to talk about that? What? Lawn mower prep. Yes. Because your lawn mower has been sitting there dormant. Yes. Anyone on the text? Anyone want to add oh four five seven seven three six seven three six to Adam's five tips? If early got spring tips. Early spring tips, yep. which were cut. Yep. Aerate. Yep. Weed and feed. Weed and feed.
3: Maybe another little.
4: Maybe a little
3: cut. Probably two-week gap between weed and feed and then. Fertilise. The weed and feed, it's feeding. Yeah, because weed and feeding. Fertilise to give it a kick off Fertilise, nitrogen. Yeah. They are the five tips. Space them out, though. Space them out. Need, not,
4: not all in one day.
3: No. No, that's, that's probably overload. That's like under the Easter show
4: and eating from every. Uh, $15 palm trees. Everything. So they're the tips right Isn't there. there? So if anyone wants to add to that. Also, we will cover potentially in the last 10 minutes of Waffle or next week's Waffle, Lawn mower tips to get your lawnmower back ready to go. Yes. For spring. Crucial. Because it's been sitting there dormant. Is there anything worse? Most mowers. Is there anything
3: worse than going, just getting pumped up? Because you need to get kind of in the mood, in the the mindset of I'm going to get out there and attack this. Because there's Gun. a bit to do early. There's a bit to do early. A, Come on, I'm going to attack it's it. It's not maintenance. And then you go downstairs and you're ripping at a lawnmower, and the bloody thing doesn't work.
4: Doesn't go. Petrol's or been in there too long. Petrol's been there too long. Or, uh, something's
3: happened, and it, yeah, like, yeah, it's just a complete yeah. letdown.
4: No fuel. No, well, the no primer
3: bubble. On you. The primer bubble. Primer bubbles on you. But if the, for some reason you've got a mechanical problem, there is no bigger letdown in lawn maintenance. Because you set, you set, you pump. You've, you've had in. half a beer. You've maybe put the iPods in. Got your tune. You get your playlist sorted. Mm. Anyway, we're off to a quick break on the uh, Mowers Club. Thanks to Toro Mowers. We're coming to you live from the uh, Hawkesbury Leisure Show. All thanks to Jayco Sydney. Come out and have a look at their great range out here in northwest Sydney. If you're in the area, we're back in a moment to wrap things up.
2: Whether you need to trim, blow, cut or mow, there's a Toro for everyone. This is the Saturday Morning Mowers Club on SEN with Adam Peacock and Nick Davis.
3: Yeah, welcome back to wrap things up from the Hawkesbury Lifestyle and Leisure Show. All thanks to Jaco Sydney coming out and have a look at their range. It's funny people
4: about huge range. You can buy a helicopter.
3: Yeah, for five hundred thousand dollars, we're told you can buy that helicopter. Seems like
4: a Or a palm tree drink bottle with lemonade in it. For Similar fi- prices for five hundred forty thousand dollars. Oh, poor girls, nice. they'll say they've That's gone so there. They want to go and buy a lemonade yeah. for everyone. So oh, can we afford the lemonades with the palm tree drink bottle? They got to the front. That'd be sixty bucks. You can't stop. And they were pot committed. You had all
3: in. What they didn't know is after 12 they come with tequila in them. <laughs> and they bought them before 12. So You got them
4: before 12 yeah, lemonade. Uh,
3: a couple of uh, tips on the text line. For the lawn? 7736736. Rooster Muzz keeps it pretty simple. Wee on your lawn. It's full of nitrogen. Uh, thank you, Rooster Muzz. Um, might pass on that one. Maybe um, the back lawn. Don't do it out the front. One from Muzz. Weed and feed in the same dose is contradictory. Best to weed, wait a week, and then feed. Um, no, it's in one bottle. It is in one bottle, yeah.
4: It's Especially for the buffalo ris- grass as well. It, I don't uh, know how that works. It's like two-in-one conditioner and shampoo. Buzz
3: does say as well for, for um, fertiliser, decomposed chook
4: poo is very
3: good. Mm. It in. So, yeah, it is. So it weed is and
4: feed good. is like two-in-one shampoo. I got in trouble for doing that. I bought two-in-one. It's Geordie, it takes forever. For me Mate, get in the shower, get in the shower, get in the shower. So I bought a two-in-one. I thought, well, you know what, I'll try and make help her. When she's in the shower, washing but, her, I'm like, mate, wash your hair. Quick po- and... Uh, 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 I'm in massive trouble for it. Why? No good? No. The females in, in, in mice, <laughs> they're like, you can't do that. use two in one shampoo. That'd be too logical, wouldn't it? But wouldn't it? Weed and feed. Men have got five in one. It does work. It does work for those that need shampoo.
3: Uh, hey, boys, with you all the way on the frozen butter. This was your yeah. <laughs> yeah. like the the Yeah. the butter... The little butter tubs where you go to... Out in Wherever public, bread roll, open it up, and it's cold and, it's, and frozen. It's like an ice block. That's gross. Uh, my strategy is to get coffee first, and go sit your coffee mug on top of the butter uh. and your table while you get your food. When you get back to the table, the heat of the mug has softened the butter. Mm. Thank you, later, Dane in Canberra. Dane good in point. Canberra, Dane. Good point. I don't. Back to our coffee. initial point. It's about all about me. The bread roll is. It's like the oasis in the desert. It helps when the when bread roll. Because it's the, the, the first thing available. And yeah. the bread
4: roll of the toast is warm. Yeah. Exactly. And that can help melt it. But just to, it's the biggest year now. It, when I stumbled across I went, that is the biggest year now ever. <laughs> just have it at room temperature. What's on today? Uh, I'll be heading back home to the Shire. Yes. Uh, hopefully with a Jaco on the back of the Passat. And then I'll be headed to North Sydney Oval.
0: Okay.
3: To watch... Sw- AFLW. Swans vs
4: St. Kilda, St Kilda. 5, Kilda. 5
3: o'clock. Gibbo, yeah, what's on your, uh,
5: in your diary, I
4: should I'm say? I'm not going to go and buy a schedule.
5: Ah, uh, Boys, I'm going to play footy. So I'll Ooh. be leaving here at 2.30, like I always leave here every Saturday at 2.30. Absolutely. Um, and, and I'll the be racing the for 3 p.m. kickoff, yeah. Lane Coe versus Mossman. So I reckon two try today. Try assists? Yeah, two oh. tries. Oh, well, Do it well, yourself, mate. Yeah, true. No, maybe I'll, Do it yourself.
4: Um, Why pass it to someone else to stuff up? Stuff it up yourself.
5: True. Elfless. What about you, Adam? Yes. What are you up to uh, this afternoon?
3: I was heading to Belmore to watch my son <laughs> play, but they decided to um, try and play the game uh, when there was rain, and uh, they got called off because it's a yeah, late have,
4: The footballers need pristine conditions yeah, to play there. But round. I will be
3: heading to Combank Stadium tonight to watch the final of the New South Wales NPL involving Manly United and Blacktown City, so that'll be good at, uh, at Combank. Um, so looking forward to that with the, the Manly United crew. So that's what's on the agenda. Gibbo this afternoon. And uh, yeah, have a good weekend, everyone. Nick, good oh, luck. Uh, to if Canada, you're out in the area, awesome.
4: get down to the Hawkesbury Showground yes. Lifestyle Festival. Come and see our friends at the JCO.
3: And uh, a man who's about to appear in a press conference. Yes, you are about to hear this right. Shaquille O'Neal appearing with a, a press conference this afternoon with the Prime Minister and Anthony Albo. Albanese, who took in this mob through the week. Gang of used to see, it us. see us out on the Mowers Club. All thanks to Jayco Sydney. Thanks for having us, Jayco. Have a great arvo everyone.